Hey folks, hey superstars. Hey, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin with another millionaire midnight rant. And tonight I'm giving you the opportunity to pick my brain, okay? I like several times a week to give you um, the opportunity to ask me questions here, to talk about business if you currently are in the business or to talk about how to manifest mindset. Whatever you feel you need to hear to be able to manifest your dreams here. So, if you're brand new to the podcast, well, this is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. This is podcast syndicated all over the internet here. You're going to go to google.com, type in Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin Podcast, and you will see that we're syndicated all around the world. And thank you for joining me here tonight. I do appreciate that. And <clears throat> I am a young black kid from Houston, Texas. And just like most of you, I started off pretty average and poor. But now I am a multi-millionaire. And what you're looking at right now, if you're on my Instagram at Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, is my view of my bedroom. That's Houston, Texas that you're looking at here. And if you ever on the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, you can always go to my Instagram and you can see the actual live video of the actual podcast itself, right? Because you might want to know, is this guy really real? Well, go to my Instagram, Wesley Million Dollar Virgin, and you will see that I go live almost every night to help people like you become very successful here, <laughs> okay? So... Go ahead and comment your names below. Let me give you a shout out here. Hey, Daniel, how are you? Anise. And get your questions ready and make sure you take notes, okay? Questions. Take notes. Make sure that you're an active listener. Don't be a passive listener. I get it. I know some of you right now laying on your backs, in your bed, on your covers, on your blanket here. But listen, that is not a serious person that wants to be successful financially person that is up, um, person that is up, attentive, and listening, taking notes, lights on, to me is an active listener here, okay? All right, we have some questions already here. Man. You know when like something's in your nose and you can't get it out, but you can just feel it in your nose? Yeah. I'm going through right now. And listen, this is a rant, folks, which means is I'm very unfiltered. I'm not professional here. So if you're looking for a professional dialogue or monologue, well, leave. Um, I'm worth over $40 million, but, you know, still, um, I, it's important for me to be my true self on these rants here because I want you to make a decision if, you know, if this is the type of lifestyle you want to be. And I want you to understand that millionaires, even though that we're rich, we're very focused and we're very disciplined people, we still have fun. Okay? Is that cool? And we got boogers in our nose as well, just like you. All right? I get it. All right. Um, question for me here. What's up, Adriana? How are you? <laughs> Welcome to the rant here. Um, who else we have here? Halim. Appreciate here, Steve. 
All right, I got a question here. So I'm going to start here. And listen, let me share something with you. Before I get started here, listen, don't be afraid to be transparent or to be vulnerable with me. We are a family here, okay? Yes, maybe I'm the only millionaire on this rant here. I'm pretty sure some other millionaires here that are listening to me as well. But listen, we're all a family. This is a positive environment here. Do you not feel the positive vibration around you, right? Do you not feel the positive vibration as you listen to my voice? Of course. So this is a very healthy environment here. So you can share. If you want to go live with me, I would do that for you. If you have a question here about your business, about your life, I'm here to help you. Okay? Because I'm living the best life ever. I mean, I'm not, I can't even make this shit up. Honestly, I'm living my best life. You know how some people may say, well, I'm living my best life, but they're not. I, I am because I'm doing what I want to do on a daily basis. That's why I'm living my best life because I don't do nothing in life that I don't want to do. Does that make sense? Nothing. If I don't want to do it, I don't do it. I don't care what it is. I only do what I want to do. And I will be this way until I leave this planet here. Okay. And that's the type of situation I want you to be in, but you have to educate yourself. And I'm the teacher and I'm your professor tonight here. All right. So a young man asked me, Wesley, long time, bro. Can you please share your daily routine that keeps you on the top <laughs> at the top? Okay. So I think I talk about my daily routine almost every round here. Well, listen, one thing about me, I'm very disciplined. Okay. Extremely. I wake up in the morning. I'm grateful to God. I'm grateful to you. I'm grateful to all my fans around the world. I'm grateful for my family. So I spend about two minutes just thinking about what I'm grateful for, okay, before I leave my bed. And then after that, I meditate, okay? I meditate for about 20 minutes, okay? I sit up and I meditate, looking at that view, right? And then after that, um, of course, I brush my teeth. Then I go have a protein shake, okay? And I look for what I'm going to wear for the gym. Alex, I mean, Ziggy, turn it down to three. Um, then after I have the protein shake, um, that's when I actually brush my teeth. Then I take a couple of dumps. I take about two or three dumps every single morning. It's just how it is, right? Uh, I just want to make sure I get everything out of my body. So when I go to the gym, I'm ready to work out, right? Um, so... It takes me about two hours just to get ready because um, I go through this whole routine, you know, for my body, how I smell, how I look, my hair, my teeth. And I know what you think. You say, well, Wes, you're just going to the gym. Yeah, but my philosophy is this. Anytime I leave my home, um, I want to be more than presentable. You know, I understand some of you, you don't really care too much about how you look, depending on where you're going. But me, whenever I leave my home, I want to look perfect smell perfect does that make sense feel perfect okay um so it took me about two hours just to get ready just for the gym so when i get downstairs because i live in, i live in a high rise here and um i choose i i have an app that i can order one of my cars as you folks do know i have about eight vehicles that i have to choose from so i like today i just drove the mclaren I haven't driven here in a while so um I drove her, put the top, well, put the back window down. I had a good time. Uh, so I go to the gym. I work out for two hours, okay? And, and that's a non-negotiable. I work out for two hours, period. It's going to be two hours or more. But I'm not going to leave the gym unless I'm there for two hours because it's important for me to hit the 
proper body parts. I have something that's called um, hundreds, and I explained to you a lot of men on here. I know they work out as well, and I know you're trying to develop your body. So what I do when the average person does about three sets, I do ten sets on everything. So say today I did back and I did biceps. So whatever workout I do, I do ten sets. Does it make sense? Ten sets of whatever workout, not three sets, not five. But 10 sets of everything, right? Depending on the, the body part that I'm working on, okay? That's why it takes me two hours. And then I got to do cardio at the end. And my cardio is just walking up a hill on the treadmill um, at like a 4.0 pace. I don't run, period. I'm not running ever. <laughs> but I'll walk fast. Uh, I do that. And I work abs every day as well, okay? And I do pull-ups or I do dips on a daily basis. And I try to do some form of legs. Got to keep these legs thick stout, you know, and nice. So I tend to do some part of my legs on a daily basis, whether it's my calves, uh, my hamstring, or my um, my, um, my my thighs. Um, so after I'm done with the gym, I come home, right? And oh, another thing that you need to understand about me, when I'm in my car, I don't listen to music at all, okay? S- especially in the morning. I don't listen to the music. I don't listen to any type of music. And as a matter of fact, in the morning, I needed to be quiet. I don't want people talking, okay? I don't want to hear people's voices. I want it quiet. There's no TV going on. Um, there's no music going on. If it's any type of audible uh, um, happening in my home, it's self-development. Either got to be self-development, meditation music, or I like to listen to Beethoven in the morning sometimes as well, okay? Like I'm listening to you right now. So that's it. In the morning, I don't, and, and let me tell you why I do that, because it's very important for me. You have to understand something about your mind when you wake up in the morning. Your mind is very suggestible. So that means anything that you see, um, anything that you see, feel, taste, uh, it will influence you, okay? And you can be very suggestible by it. So I don't look at my phone at all, okay, in the first two hours of the morning as well. So when I'm in my car, uh, when I'm coming back from the gym, what I've been doing lately, I've been listening to New Words. Um, they have a YouTube channel. Are you guys taking notes here? Please take notes, okay? Um, they have a uh, YouTube channel by the name of Interactive English. And it's just words, adjectives, nouns, and verbs to make you sound smarter. <laughs> it's really good. I'm actually, so I just listen to these words while I'm driving, um, like today in the McLaren, back home here. So when I get home, like on Wednesdays, let me see what's today, Tuesday. On Tuesday, my chef, she doesn't come on Tuesday. So I just order Bex Prime. And because right now, you know, I'm chiseling. I got to get these abs right, baby. I had a little poochie pooch, had a little gut. So uh, <laughs> uh, I eat chicken breast and broccoli every day. Well, the days that my chef doesn't prepare food, right? <laughs> so when Chef Kenny is not here, I just eat chicken breast. I eat broccoli, and then um, I drink a protein shake. Then, like two hours after that, I have a steak from Fleming's or Mastro's, steak forty-eight. I just do DoorDash, right? And I just order me a twelve-ounce steak and asparagus. And I've been doing this like every day, like you know, it's it's very like I'm super disciplined. Like no, no sweets. You know, maybe some Skittles every once in a while, whatever, right? But um, not really any type of complex carbs right now, okay? 
because I'm building muscle and I'm reducing the amount of fat in my body, very specifically around my stomach area, okay? So after that's done, um, I eat something and I'll meditate immediately, okay? I'll meditate again, right? And I may meditate twice. Like today I meditated. When I got back from the gym, I meditated twice. Um, then after I meditated here, I um, I worked, okay? <laughs> I work. And I will work until I can't work anymore, honestly. Um, like an Elon Musk, I would just work for hours because, you know, I tend to get very enthralled and, and immersed into my businesses and the things that I'm doing, especially right now. I mean, what is called blackouts, blackout days, blackout months is when I just separate from people for a very long time. And because I have a goal and I'm, I'm building two companies at the same time, which is very difficult. Uh, it's a very um, arduous task to do that and to make it very successful. So I, I'm, I'm in the mode of blackouts right now. Like I don't talk to people. I don't do anything that is not conducive to my success or to the success of the companies that I'm building right now. Make sense? So that's my data schedule. Then uh, around this time, 11, 12 o'clock, I'm on the podcast with you. Okay. Got it. Did you take notes? <clears throat> and this is my typical daily schedule. Um, if I'm not traveling, if I'm traveling, obviously I'm kind of breaking the discipline a little bit, but when I'm at home, this is exactly how I live. I don't go out to clubs rarely, right? I don't go out to the bars. You're not going to see me out there. You're not going to see me in restaurants. Um, you know, unless I'm on a date or something, and I rarely date. I don't, I don't have time, honestly. So I spend a lot of time at my home. You're not going to see me driving around Houston, Texas here, you know, maybe every once in a while. But usually I'm at the house, okay, all the time. I mean, look at that view. Are you kidding me? Who wouldn't stay at home when you have a view like this? <clears throat> What's next here? Next question for me here, okay? Lucas, don't school me about Skittles. I'm going to eat Skittles forever, okay? I don't care how many toxins are in the Skittles. I'm going to eat them, so save it, brother. What's next? <laughs> yeah, I do need a home-cooked meal, honestly. Your laugh is contagious. Well, thank you, Adriana. You ever fast? No, I don't fast. I eat. I love food. How many of you love food? Give me a thumbs up. Which means I love to eat all day long. Hey, sexy country Korean, how are you? Uh, what's next here? Questions for me. Wesley, what are some colognes recommendations? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, if I felt like getting up, I would show you guys my my plethora of colognes and perfumes and oils that I put on my body. I have very I have a very distinct smell. Now, any woman have ever met me in life, there's probably some women on here that know who I am and they've been in my presence as well. Um, I smell good all the time. I mean, but I have a very distinctive smell. Okay, I mix things together. To give me a very unique smell that you just can't resist. 
I have the type of smell if you are around me and if you smell me, you will remember me when I see you again. You would crave for me like women you know, think about me because of the smell. It's the smell is very powerful. But um, I'll give you this. I can't give you all my secrets, obviously, but uh, I'll say this. Bun, bun number nine. Now, it's, it's a ton of them, right? But start there. Bun. Um, I like bun. But I don't wear too – I don't really wear perfume or cologne. I like oil-based stuff, right? It's just so many ways you can do. You can mix with lotions on oil. It's so many things you can do. I don't like cologne because it's too um, too much alcohol in it, too strong. I like my smell to be very subtle, subtle but powerful. I like the oil that, you know, it's on your body. And when you heat up, you know, you're able to smell it deeply. Does that make sense? So we'll say bond number nine. Shaquilla says, stop it, Wesley. What did I do, Shaquilla? Shaquilla, what did I do? What did I do, Shaquilla? <laughs> hey, guys, how are you? Yeah, bond number nine. Hey, Candy, how are you? Hey, Tiana, how are you? Next question for me here. <sighs> come on, folks. I mean, come on. Let's talk about business. Let's talk about manifestation. I'm, a, I'm an expert. Man. I can manifest anything. Honestly, anything. Anything ever. I am a true expert of manifesting dreams and goals and desires. So um, don't be afraid. You know, a closed mouth doesn't get fed. So open your mouth and... Type the comments and your questions below. What, what do you want to know? Okay. <clears throat> Many of you, you know, you pray to God to have a multimillionaire. Say, if I can just meet a millionaire, if I can just meet them and so I can talk to them and find out what I need to do so you don't make the same mistakes I made. Okay. How do we mesh visualization and meditation with the real world? For example, we can't just visualize our success and expect it to come to us, correct? Of course. Yes. Yes, you can. And see, this is the tough part about teaching people how to manifest because people are like, well, Wesley, you just can't visualize. You got to do something, right? You got to do something. Listen, I, I, I've known people who have meditated and visualized with all clarity, what they wanted, and they got it without any work, right? Because, listen, this is the tough part. Because, listen, you don't necessarily have to be an expert to make a ton of money. You can find experts to make a ton of money. Think about Ford. How many of you know who Henry Ford is? Henry Ford wasn't um, a technical guy as it relates to automobiles, but... Ford had a skill, and he talked about manifestation as well. If you read his biographies, he knew how to lead people. He knew how to find people who were experts to do the work for him. So don't think that, you know, you have to just um, work so hard to make money or to manifest your dreams or goals, Okay. Because you don't know how it's going to appear. But what's important is you need to visualize and be very clear on what you want. Okay? Got to visualize it. I mean, and listen, man, I could tell you a story that will blow your mind here. What I did here. But 
the person, the man or woman who was very clear about what they want. I mean, you got to be crystal clear about how you want your life to be. And you can have no doubt at all. No doubt. Which means that you got to believe it without thinking that it won't take place. I'm telling you something happening. Okay. I want to go live with you. <laughs> oh, God. Adriana, you want to go live? All right, let's bring her on. Let's, let's bring on Adriana. You ready? You got your lights on, Miss Adriana here. All right, let's go live with her for a second. What, Adriana? Let me answer one more question here before I go live with you. What books are you reading right now? Uh, Carl, Carl Jung, Jung, The Collective Unconscious. Uh, and listen, I wouldn't suggest that you read that because it's a very complex, arduous book to read. It's very difficult, right? It's just the word usage in, um, uh, I, I wouldn't recommend reading it right now, right? other books you can read, but that's what I'm reading. <laughs> can you speak in more detail about doing things in a certain way compared to hard, to working hard? That was a big breakthrough in science of getting rich. Yeah, so let's talk about it, Aaron, here. See, listen, you know, I discovered something, and I discovered it when I turned 30. I honestly thought I had to work very, very hard to make money. Now, listen, work, you do have to work, okay? No, let me... Let me put that out there. You, some work has to be done. But it doesn't necessarily have to be hard. And usually hard work is work that we don't want to do, one. Or it's, it's work that we're doing, but we're not getting a result. Does that make sense? It's like when you do Forex for the first time and you decide to invest some money and you lose. And you lose again. You keep losing. You'll say that's hard work. But say if you did Forex for the first time and you start to make money. You wouldn't call it a hard work, right? You'd be like, oh, this is easy, right? So we, we usually define hard work based off of trial and error. So the more trials that we have to put forward, then that's, how, that's hard work. But is it really hard work? No. And I discovered that, you know, in my early 30s, that the work is not really hard. Like me, look, listen, to do these podcasts, this is not hard work. I'm laying on my back right now. I got my uh, I got my PhD uh, draws on right now, right? And um, you know, I'm I'm just glistening with cocoa butter all over my body, right? Coconut oil, right? So, I mean, am I really working hard here? I'm just talking, right? It's not hard work. Is it really hard work to post a video on YouTube every day? No, it's not hard work. Put the camera up, start talking, edit the video, done, right? So. The average person believes that hard work is things that we do, but we're not getting the result quickly, okay? You're not getting the result, so you're trying to do something over and over again, but you're not getting the result, so we call it hard work, okay? <laughs> but it's not. And what I want you to do is what is called a reframe. You have to start to detach what you think hard work is. Like whatever you're doing to make money or whatever you're doing to increase your quality of life. Instead of saying it's work. 
Think about it as activity. Okay. Like right, what I'm doing right here is an activity. I'm live. I'm on, I'm on a podcast, and I'm talking to you. Okay, it's an activity. And the more of the activity that you do, eventually, that activity is going to give birth to your result. Same thing if you're in internet marketing, trying to figure it out, right? So everything that you're doing in internet marketing, it's just activities, things that you're doing in the domain, learning how to build a website, learning how to market online, starting a YouTube channel, trying to grow your social media. These are just activities. Does that make sense? It's all they are, just activities. And as long as you continue to do the activities, eventually you will reach the result. Does that make sense, um, Aaron? So... Honestly, you know, this is not really hard work. Um, Once you just kind of relax and understand it's just activity. And the activity may be years, you know, maybe two years, three years, but it's okay. I think if you begin to label what you're currently doing, not as hard work, but as activity, then the journey is easier. Does that make sense? Are you guys with me here? It makes your journey easier. But every day, if you wake up in the morning, you start your day and say, oh, I got to do this hard work. Oh, man, this business is hard. This job is hard. Everything is hard. Man, it's hard work. I got to work hard. I got to work hard. Um, you know, working hard is not a feeling that's desirable unless you meet a person that loves work. I mean, I kind of like working. I don't know. You know, that turns me on. And I get in me. I actually like hard work. Like I like problems. Not saying that I want problems in my life, but like business problems, because in my thoughts, the bigger the problem, the bigger the the award for me, right? The bigger the problem, the bigger the reward. So I like tough problems, right? That no one can solve because <laughs> I love challenges. I don't know. That's just how I think, right? So um, did that make sense to you, Aaron? All right, let's go live with Adriana here. Man, my phone's going to die on you guys. Um, Let's go live here. All right, Adriana, if you still want to go live. All right, you need to have a question, though, Adriana. Now, listen, folks, when you go live with me, it's not for you to educate the people. Okay, you could do it on your own podcast. We go live with me because you have a question. Okay, not to educate my following. I'm the teacher. Okay. All right, let's go live with her. Let me see. What's going on? Hi, Wesley. And how are you doing? I'm good. I don't know why this thing. Okay. Um. So, um, I forgot my question that fast because you said that. <laughs> I see. I was wanting to say a couple of different things, but you said don't do that. So I forgot my question. Well, what you was gonna say? What you was gonna add? Give me the brevity of it. Um, well, basically, um, well, basically, because I was literally going through a couple different things, and I was talking to my big pop earlier, and um, 
he was basically even with my son right with um being all the way there like 24 7 and then also um like being a mother doing my work and all of that other different stuff and how I was saying it was hard and he was basically just saying like nothing is really hard it's just that when you become radically focused on what you want to achieve then nothing can stop you Oh, okay. So, well put. Yeah. Um, and he's basically just saying like every it will always be negative things around you, but it takes you to say, okay, these negative things are here, but I'm still gonna make it happen. And um so yeah. But that's kind of what I just wanted to say because I've seen a lot of people asking about, you know, because I feel like I'm a powerful manifester too. Um but my biggest thing was being disciplined, right? And okay, so that's a question, right? Mm -hmm. So how can you be disciplined more or um, disciplined in what it is that you actually really want to do? Well, okay, so that's a good question. So let me share it with you or let me break it down like this. Whatever we do in life, we know whatever we do or whatever we want to do, the things that we actually do and consistently do is because we have a picture of what that result will look like. I give example. Many people got to go to work tomorrow, right? Of course, they got to go to the job. Okay. And they go to the job, not because they really want to go, but they go consistently. Why? Well, because they link certain things to the job, a paycheck, the quality of life, their apartment, their notes, right? But if you're doing something or you want to do something, but you're not consistent at it, it's because you don't have a picture of the result. It's not clear in the mind. So this is why a lot of people give up on, on everything, right? They'll start doing something. They'll be excited about it. and say, yeah, I know I can do it. I know and they start, right? And the reason why they start because the picture that they want, it fades or they just don't have a picture of what their result will look like. And they have doubt that it would actually happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, the main reason why people stay at a job, it's not because of the pleasure of the paycheck. It's really because of the pain of not getting the paycheck and not having the quality of life that they currently have. So many people, well, all of us, we're motivated by pain. Right. This is why we do a lot of things that we don't want to do because of the suffering that we're trying to avoid. Now, how do we apply this with our life or with our daily activities to things that we know we should do, but we're not doing is you have to start to think about the pain of not doing something. I give example. Mm -hmm. When I decided that I wanted to be rich or I wanted to be a multimillionaire, you know, when I was trying to motivate myself in a in a pleasurable uh, you know, in a way of pleasure, I just found like the money, the cars and the vacations around the world and taking care of my parents. I found that, that I like, I, I still wasn't consistent. Like I do it for a while or I give myself excuses on why I had to stop.
But as soon as I started to associate pain to it, which means this, I say, well, Wesley, do you want to work at a job for the next 10 years? And I was like, absolutely not. Wesley, do you want to spend a third of your life working for other people? I was like, absolutely not. Wesley, do you want to be the type of father that when you, as your children get older and more mature, they see you as a worker or, or a boss? Well, I didn't want my children to see me as a worker or an eight to five grinder, right? I want them to see me as a boss because I didn't want my children to go through what I went through, right? I wanted them to have the understanding that they do have an option. They do have a choice. And another question I asked myself, I said, you know, do you want your parents to continue to work a job in the golden years? Like my parents at the age of like 60, I was cleaning buildings, right? Trying to make some extra money because my mom had retired. My dad had already retired a long time ago because he got hurt and they were cleaning buildings. And I said, do you want your parents to continue to do this? because of your inability to be consistent. And I was like, absolutely not. So what I started to do, I started to give myself pain like in my mind about why I had to do it, why I had to continue to make the YouTube videos, why I had to continue to persevere even though I wasn't seeing the fruits or the result. And all that pain, it drove me to continue to go through the process. And then I had children, so I would look at my children. I said, at a certain age, I need to be at a certain place in my life because I got two girls and one boy, right? So girls are very expensive, right? They need everything. Now my baby's in college. So at that time, they were very young. And I said, man, I, I don't want to be a father that can't do something for my children that they want. Like, think about your child that says, hey, I want to go to Disney World. And you say, well, you know, daddy can't afford it. You know, think about it. If they want to buy some at the store, that's expensive. And you say, no, but yet they deserve it. But you say, well, I don't have the money. So I never want to have that conversation at all with my children. I didn't want to have that conversation as a man, as a father to my children that I couldn't do something for them when they deserve to have it. Right. I didn't want to crush their goals or their dreams or their desires and make them feel that, well, you know, poverty or struggle is just how life is. So, that's maybe something that what you want to think about, right? Because mm -hmm. I know you supposed to be posting these videos, right? And uh, we haven't seen any videos posted lately on your Instagram account here, mm -hmm. right? We know you're a good speaker. You speak well. You have a great presence. But it's something that's not compelling you. And I'm telling you what it is. Just you haven't created enough pain to push you forward through the times of building a business or building a company or building a brand. Does that make sense? Yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. So, so the question is, let's talk about the pain. Um, what pain is going to compel you to move forward towards your goals and dreams? I feel like the biggest pain point for me is, um, I guess, not being there all the way for my son. Um, yeah. You know, because I feel like when you're a dancer, right, yeah. it takes a lot out of you. It takes all your energy. It takes all your compassion, the understanding. It just takes a lot from you. 
Um, and so with that, I had to send my son, you know, to his dad. And the pain point for me is like, okay, well, do I want to be dancing 10 plus years from now? No, I don't. And um, Well, tell me why. I mean, because I want to be able to be there for my son. I want to be able to wake up and make him breakfast and have the energy and everything and be able to take him wherever because I'm feeling great and lively, you know, and not feeling so tired and down, right? So um, I want to be able to just, you know, enjoy my life without having why is to that, be Why is that so important to you? I mean, it's important because I didn't have my mom or my dad there, right, for that. And I don't want my son to go through the same exact thing that I went through. So how does it feel that your son is going through that right now? Um, it makes me feel like I am failing him, in a sense. Um, because I always said that I wouldn't do what I, what my mom did to me or what my dad did to me. Right. Um, and I feel like I'm doing the same thing that, you know, my mom did, but just in different ways. Right. You know, it, and what she did was a little bit different, but what I'm doing is with a job. So. Exactly. So. And. Go ahead. And for me, like dancing is my passion, right? Not in the strip club, right? But mm -hmm. dancing period. Like even when I'm not in a strip club, I'm dancing, you know, I, I, I love to dance because it helps me to express myself in all different ways. You know, um, it helps me to um, tap into my emotions when I'm feeling, you know, down or sad or whatever the case may be. But at the same time, you know, um, the environment of the strip club, it's, um, it just weighs on you in a sense. So, um, you know, and that's why I'm like, you know, I'm creating something different right now. So, you know, I can still dance, but not just in the setting of um, being in the strip club, if that makes sense. It does. So what are you going to do to ensure that your next venture that you're consistent. Honestly, staying focused. Um, one of not the things good that not good enough. No. I mean, it's it's like because one of the things that I've already done, I've already been putting things in motion, so I do stay consistent. I've already cut out people that I felt like were more so just not focused around me. You know, people that were just partying and, you know, just doing shit that really didn't matter. Um, I've already started to implement certain things. Like I have, you know, gotten into a post studio where now I'm actually an instructor at a post studio now. Um, okay. You know, right. create a routine right. for myself in the morning. So mm -hmm. um, every morning I'm doing certain routines, drinking my drink, my green juice. 
Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> drinking water. Uh, I get up and I exercise. Um, I've been implementing certain little things into my daily routine, even with just my spiritual practice, um, taking more spiritual baths because I know that that helps me to cleanse my energy. Um, I've just been doing a lot of different things to keep me, uh, keep me um, focused, to stay focused in and doing. Uh, because so I, I when I think about my son and I think about yeah. how... What I want you to do is this. I want you to find a picture of your son. You can do this after the live. And okay. I want you to make copies of that picture. And I want you to make, make maybe 50 copies, okay? And on the top of that photo, I want you to put my why in big black letters. And I want you to put a photo of him everywhere. On the door, on the refrigerator, in the wall, the mirror, everywhere. Because I want that picture of your son, which I know you love to life, to remind you why you must stay focused. Because if you don't continue to be focused, and if you choose not to be consistent, then you are failing him. And I want you to see it. Because every day you're going to see that picture of him. So as years pass, you'll know if you're failing him or you're not. Because I want you to put my why. That's just the reason why that you have to be consistent and the reason why you have to be focused, the reason why you have to be determined, and the reason why you have to persevere even through the pain and the struggle because it's inevitable. But that's going to be a picture and a reference so you will know even the time that you want to give up, quit, waver, stop, or do something that you know you shouldn't do, just going to remind you that you not only that boy's mother you are his example of what a person should be so can you do that for me i can do that do that i want you to print it out because this is going to help you stay focused because you know just saying that you want to be focused or you will be it's not enough because that's right. how the, the mind works the mind has to be constantly reminded on why we're doing what we're currently doing. Because after the life ends, I mean, you just reset back to the life that you had before. And all your intentions and all the things that you want to do, it's very easy to give yourself excuses on why you just couldn't do it today. Oh, you know, I missed one, I missed this. Well, but if you keep, if you see your son everywhere around your home and say, my why, it's going to rem a reminder that you can't not do it. Like you have to do it. It's a must for you. Because if you don't do it, you're going to end up with the same situation that you had with your mother that you explained earlier. Make sense? Yeah. yeah. So that's mandatory. I want you to do that tonight. And when you're done, I want you to take pictures of everything and send it to my DM because I want to make sure you actually get it done. Okay. Any more well, questions? Nope. That was it. All right. Much love. All right. All right. And and as a and as a matter of fact, all of you need to do that as well. You know, many of you don't realize that's just you don't understand how the brain works. See, a lot of you, you'll say, "Yeah, Wes, I got to be focused. I'm going to be focused. I'm going to be consistent. I'm going to do this." Listen, unfortunately, Wesley Virgin is not there in your home with you. Okay, like if I was with you for about six months, I'm gonna be on that ass <laughs> every day. 
You're either going to tell me to get the hell out of your house or you're going to break down and you're going to capitulate to me. And you're going to become the person that you're supposed to be because being around me is very difficult, especially if you're not a multimillionaire because I just think differently than you. It's no bullshit, no procrastination. It's no, well, you know, I got to do it. I want to do it. I'm going to check you every step of the way. and It's going to make you very uncomfortable. I know this because when I was mentoring Ariella, which is the young lady that's a multimillionaire right now, right? The lady that I follow, she works with me and she's my number two. She went through that same issue with me. When she was around me, you know, as many times this woman was in tears because I don't tolerate bullshit with me at all. Especially when you want to become a better version of yourself. I don't tolerate even the smallest piece of bullshit, period. And you're either going to quit and give up are you going to persevere? I've had many people give up. I had an assistant one time and they gave him an opportunity. I had two male assistants, right? One assistant, you know, he wants to be rich. He wants to be successful. He wants to work for me. Okay, great. He's working for me. After a month or two, this man told me what his own said, man, Wes, you know, I don't know, man. I just, I just think I need to do something else. I don't know if this is good for me. And let me tell you something. He couldn't take it. It was just too hard for him. It was too demanding for him. And everybody can take it. Right? And that's just how it is. And this, listen, I do understand that the average person that wants to be around a multimillionaire or want that type of mentorship, many of you, you can't have, you, you're not going to be able to handle it. Then you, I know everybody, like, I can handle it. Okay, try me, try me. Nah, you can't. Trust me. I know you think you can. You cannot. Because I would hurt your feelings. Not intentionally. It's just I'm not going to let you slide through the cracks. I'm not, not going to allow you to give me a bullshit excuse of why you can't do something. I'm going to be on that ass all the time. To the point you're going to be like, God dang, Wes. Yeah. Like, I'm going to push you so far to the edge that you're going to want to jump. <laughs> Honestly. And um, that's just how it is. Because what needs to change about you is not really your work ethic and skill or your mechanics. you got to change the things that you do. Even the small things that you think are very trivial, such as having a routine, being disciplined, being consistent, you know, refusing to be a procrastinator. These are very important things. They're small. They may seem to be insignificant as it relates to making money. But listen, that's everything. Like my routine, I've been doing this routine for a very long time and it's created millions of dollars for me, for me and other people as well that work with me. Does that make sense? The routine does that. Right? Questions for me. I think we had another young man that wants to go live here. Can I apply for your assistant position? <laughs> Candy, you're not ready for that. Not at all. You know, I get it. I know. Oh, okay. Here we go. Got a young man right here. <laughs> yes, go live here. I was How are you? I didn't even realize I'm on this one. What up, Wes? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm chilling, man. I'm just trying to see what you're up to, man. I mean, I'm always in your rants, but I'm trying to see what you're up to, man. Just 
target is some value, man. Okay, what's your question? I'm gonna help. Uh, so my question is like, all right, so what do you think right now is the number one niche to get into? Because I'm I'm obviously um, social media marketing, like I'm marketing myself online. But what do you think is the best like niche to get in right now? Like, because myself, I'm in personal development, like you. So I just okay. want. Well, uh, <clears throat> honestly, it's so many different niches right now, right? Honestly, it's like I would say digital anything. Anything digital, man, is just like the way to go. And a business that you can add a recurring model to it. Yeah. That yeah. you can bring somebody into the business. You can charge them per month for the rest of their life. Mm -hmm. But the educational business, man, the educational business, which means that even if you make $2,500 a month online, you can create a course and sell that all day online all day I feel that makes sense so <clears throat> like if you're in self-development i don't know if you're coaching or you selling a digital product but you should be selling a digital product out there right um or you should have some type of uh back end like if you're bringing in customer like in my company just now every customer that we bring in we always have a back end we have a high ticket back end we have a sales force that sell people every single day, man. Every single day. We sell them on five, ten, twenty thousand dollar packages, you know, depending on what we offer based on the services. That's high ticket, really high ticket. Of course, but you can do this too. It, the, the, the amount of money doesn't really matter as long as you provide the value. People will pay anything as long as you get you guarantee that you can provide what you sell it. Doesn't even matter. But one thing about business that um, all of you need to understand is you need to know what the lifetime customer value is and you need to realize if somebody spend money with you on day one they will continue to spend money with you over and over again but you got to have something to sell them yeah, right you got to have something to sell go ahead do you think um like like a vsl is still like the number one way to catch somebody's attention like if you're marketing with facebook ads or something or I mean, that's what we do. I mean, we have several VSLs, man. I'm working on one right now for a weight loss product. I have a friend in the supplement industry. He's doing like $7 million a month right now. And it's just a VSL. And he just sells, um, you know, a supplement. So, um, of course, I've been doing using VSLs forever. But long copy works as well. It all depends on you. And you can test, right? But videos in my opinion, are much better because this is what people do. They just watch YouTube, TikTok. They watch videos. So they're so accustomed to videos. People don't want to read. They want to watch something. So I truly believe videos of VSLs, they're going to rock and they're going to rule forever. And would you say, because I had a problem. So what, what I'm having, because I, um, I, just a little recap, like I literally two days ago, I started my um, sports betting chat. Um, I only have like 12, 13,000 um, followers on my other Instagram. So, um, I mean, I in the first two days, I bought in 2,000 recurring off the, um, the, what is it called? Sports betting chat. That's pretty good. Um, I'm just now starting to market it every day, like just hustling with that. I also have courses out, like, but I don't have too many courses. It's just like courses to like get money, like introduce them to e-com, like, how to resell AirPods, how to flip electronics, shoe reselling, like that. That's the people like 
my age around like 2021 20, what they're trying to get into so that i'm i'm ready into that but like how would you get because i had um a facebook account but i mean they banned me like kind of quick how what was your what is your strategies going through like a facebook ad um account well in promoting what product though um, I'm trying to, I was trying to, um, at first I tried to promote a VSL. I made a, um, a whole VSL on my story, but like, that was my first time. So, you know, I, I didn't, I, I, w I was expecting it to go, but I wasn't expecting it to like, um, cause like, I am not gonna lie, I kind of failed on it. So I just, I didn't, I didn't push it away. I just went to an, another business, but, um, I was just promoting like, what is it called? Like a, like a, like a meditation type, um, type guy, like an ebook. Right. Literally, I was started. I started like small, doing ten dollars a day, twenty. But like right when I started doing, and I was seeing a couple of sales, like I would get my money back out of it. But um, I just felt like I wasn't the best at converting that that particular product. But um, literally, like after a month later, you know, just keep throwing money. I don't know where Facebook just limits my um my ad account. Like, uh, was I doing something wrong? Do you ever have that problem? Oh, you mean they ban you? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's real normal. So. What we do now, we use what is called the agency accounts. You know what the agency account is? Oh, like people who run agencies? No, no. I mean, they have companies that um, you can actually just buy Insta Facebook accounts. It's a company called Arcane. You ought to check them out. It's called Arcane.com. Oh, and wait, what wait. you do is, yeah, Arcane, A-R-C-A-N-E. A-R-C-K. No, A-R-C-A-N-E. Arcane Solutions. Yeah, Solutions. So what these people do for like 200 bucks a month, you will have um, access to a, a business manager, right? And you log into the server. They give you this RDP, right? Remote desktop. And you log into the server and you run the ads from there. And if they ever get banned or whatever, they replace it for you um, immediately. But you do it that way because they just rarely ever get banned. They don't have any issues. But you have to make sure you read policies, too, with Facebook, right? You got to be careful what you're promoting and how you're promoting it because um, if you don't know what you're doing with Facebook, of course, you're going to get banned every single time. But, um, you know, all the, the big guys, they all do agency. An agency account is when they kind of fund the money. Like, they give them, like, $100,000 or whatever, and it'll be already pre-funded. And you will have a hundred thousand dollar, but but they never go down. Like they just never go down, right? Give them a hundred thousand, and you spend the money, and you make your profit. But you have to, you know, pay this money in advance. But the first solution is just two hundred bucks a month. You have access to a business manager, and you have access to the RDP to the server, and you just run your ads. Like like this is what we do. I mean, I have we have several of these things. And then they, uh, they like. Tell them like your campaign and everything, or like they help they you like define your target. They what? Do they like find your target audience, or you just? Um, oh no 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 no! They just no no no. You need to know what you're doing already, right? Yeah. These people, they're, they're just the provider of the Facebook accounts. Okay. Because okay. see, like me, it's like I can't get a Facebook account right now. It's almost impossible. You could put Western version, Western version. They would not give me a Facebook account, and if I just. If I happen to get one, <laughs> within two days, it's going to get banned every single time, right? So because, you know, with Facebook, you have to um, have some maturity to it, right? But these people already have these accounts. They're already matured, right? And they have other 
they have so many companies that you can just buy seasoned Facebook accounts. Just search online, man. It's it's a ton of them, right? And you can just kind of play around with it. But uh, I mean, that's what everybody does. They really know what they're doing with running ads. Either you have an agency account, or you just buy a seasoned account, or you get access to a server, and you access it that way, and you just basically run your ads that way. Okay. Okay. This. And wait, you said the. I don't know if I. Let me. Um. Arcane Solutions, right? I think. I wrote that yeah, wrong. Arcane Solutions. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I'm gonna have to check them out because. I got to find a new ad manager, but everything's been going good, man. I just, I, I literally just had a video go viral on TikTok that got 5.5, but that video, like, um, I, I was just figuring out the TikTok algorithm. It helped me grow like 80,000 followers um, off of that, off of TikTok at least, but I even pushed you in there. Like, I put my mentor in there, like everything, but I was just telling my story because I don't know if you remember me. Um, I stay in Post Oak, so I met you at the um, 24 and I took a photo with you. And I said, yeah, 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 I remember you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm in the gym, 24 yeah. hour fitness. Everything's Absolutely. business, you know, I'm just, you know, scaling slowly. I, I really want to scale fast, like on a big scale, like how Wesley, but you know, it takes time, but. And then um, you got to get, what I would advise you, you got to get focused, right? Because I know you got a lot going on, but my question to you is like, what is really working for you? Like, which one is making the most amount of money right now? Um, you know. One that makes a high ticket um conversion like the thing is it's not the most ethical um conversion i made this chat where basically i outsource the work so uh, people do the work for me so it, i don't know if you ever heard of refunds it's like a refund chat i charge people six hundred dollars to um get in the chat so basically we do all the work for you it's a done for you service so you order like stuff on walmart costco all this place and then you make a ticket in the discord and then we're going to get you refunded for it while you get to keep the items and you just sell your items for your profit that, that that's that's my number one service but the thing is i, I limit that so people it it, it, it creates like um scarcity and shit so i only open like five um 10 spots every month and then after those 10 spots sell i close it and i just i just keep putting glimpses on my story of like people um, eating off the um, Discord, but off of that, I probably make um, probably like, probably like, probably three five thousand every month off of that. I'm doing like a Black Friday sale for like four hundred, and I'm opening up like ten spots. That's quickly going to sell out. But also, I, I'm I just started my courses, and I'll show you online. Um, but how do you? Uh, what's your customer uh, acquisition cost? Are are do you, are you just posting stuff and just? Oh uh, yeah, I'm just posting. All I don't I don't pay no ads or anything. It's like they just watch my story. Like they I grew my audience all on Instagram. So I funnel them through my TikTok, all organic. Um, and then I lead them to my Instagram. I'm really active on my Instagram story. They see I'm a guy, I live in a condo, I live good, and I'm only twenty years old. So they okay, they want the lifestyle kinda. So it's just whatever anything I put out, like actually that I have a lot of recurring like um, customers that keep coming back to me because you know they're actually making money with me it's like it's not like no bullshit i'm like i'm like so um, why don't you just create a funnel and have it done automatically um the thing is i don't want to um i don't want to put that on the website the um the 600 because it's not it's not it's not like ethical really you know what i mean like oh yeah because you're telling people it's just it's not legit business yeah, yeah, exactly. But this yeah. right here, here on like my this I made this um uh, like a month 
a month and a half ago and they already did like six thousand just selling stuff like this online and that's that that's cool but like i want to make a product like a digital product like even if it's just audio recordings like of something people can just buy digital and literally make a funnel for that because i don't want to just promote anything illegal or anything i want to go the right way that's why I so once you what once you find a way to make the business that you're currently in make it legit once you make it legit, is it some way you can? You, this is something that you think about. Like you're getting customers in, and I see how you're catching them. But find a way to make that business legit. If you can find a way to make it legit and still get the customer, that's game over. Because now you can just run ads because you already have a funnel. You just haven't put it together yet because you know exactly how to get a customer using your story. But all that stuff that you're doing, man, that can be like a VSL. It can be a webinar. And they can sell that stuff on autopilot all day long, man, easily. But you need to find a way to make that company that you're currently doing legit. And, and listen, people will buy it. I know you're telling people, well, just refine it. But people, do they know that they, like, before they buy your product, do they already know that you're going to teach them how to get a refund for something yeah. that they bought? Like, um, so it, it, it's like a perfect, like, it's a done-for-you service. They don't have to do any of the work. Let's see somebody has, like, five, ten thousand 10000 just sitting around. I kind of pitch it to them, like, all right, don't leave your money just sitting around. Like, put it in the Discord. Like, put it on a store like Amazon. Order, like, $6,000 worth of product. And then just go into Discord, make a ticket. Like, just, and there's a part in the Discord where you just make a ticket and submit your login info to how much you put, the order number. And we're going to do all the work. I skip trace the um the work through somebody else. So I just sit and just... Uh, oh, I like, and they just refund and say, oh, I never got the item, something like this. I mean, it's more than that, but um, they're, they're really the masterminds. And I just make the business. And then um, they pay, like, a 30% fee. So if they they um did a thousand it gets 300 100 goes to the um the the staff member and 200 so it's money's coming in autopilot but um it's just I'm yeah i'm gonna be honest you might want to stop doing that because you know as it grows man i mean because you're basically scamming right now that's yeah, what you're listen. doing you're scamming man and i i would not i highly suggest you stop doing that you gotta find a way to make the business legit because yeah you're making some money man but eventually you're not going to make any money. You're going to be in jail. I've seen no. too many people like this. I mean, you know, business is kind of like this. I've seen it happen, man, over and over in this industry. I'm sharing this with you. Find a way to make it legit, man. It got to be a way. Think. You're a smart no, man. Yeah. You're a smart kid. I also have e-commerce stores. Like, um, I did an e-commerce store that did over 50. I have legit money. Like, I actually have an Airbnb, stuff like that. It just, this was just such, like, a high ticket. Like, people would pay me 600 for it to get into it, you know? So it was like, all right, I'm capturing a lot of money quick. Like, off of this, like, even just Yeah, but they'll pay you $600 to do it legit. They will pay you 600 to do it legit. You just got to try it. The thing is, you just you're having the scamming mentality, and that mentality is oh, it's quick money. I can just you know take from people real quick, take from Amazon, and we gonna win. No, that's not how you win, man, at all. These people, you have a skill, young man. You already know how to use the internet to make money. They will six hundred bucks. They will pay you six hundred dollars to teach them how to. It can be done for you, sir. Listen, we have a done for you service right now. We charge ten thousand dollars, and we ain't, we're not scamming nobody. We tell them, "Hey, it's work, but I'm gonna be with you. We're gonna show you. We're gonna get you your first sale, and you gotta learn. The, you gotta learn the process, and that's it. 
and they're paying all day long. So you got to change your mindset and believe that these people, they will pay you $600 to do it the legit way. Right. But you got to believe that you got to believe that they will. But if you don't believe that, then you're going to continue to try to get this fast money and you're going to wind up putting yourself in a situation that you're going to regret. Yeah, definitely. Like um, even one of my um, mentors before, like, um, I mean, they said it's fine. I mean, he I don't know if this is good advice. You can tell me. He said, like, you start. Up, it's not easy to go to legit way so a lot of people go to a legal way do all that stuff oh sure. no man hell no that's a that's just a dumb motherfucker Seriously. i can't believe somebody would actually say that that is a lie no one listen as long as i've been in business and i've been in business for 10 years plus i've never had to do anything illegal wrong at all take from people scam people at all all our marketing even my marketing i want to say all my marketing is just a hundred percent uh, uh, non-fiction or just it's all true but the product itself is legit it's good and it works because marketing you know i think that's the only place where you can be a little bit of exaggeration a little bit but we're not stealing from people we're not scamming people and i've never and i would never do that to make some money absolutely not so don't believe that guy you know whoever that guy is you need to cut him off immediately west yeah, virgin is telling you that you That's can right. do things the legit way because, see, right now, you don't see the end of the road. You're right now on this street. You're making some quick money. And I'm telling you something. I, cause I know this. Cause I know, I, I, unfortunately, scammers approach me all the time. They're like, well, I want to go the right way, but I'm making 20000 here and I'm making 30000 here. It's just one guy that I met in my last building when I used to live at um, Post Oak. And um, he was a I mean, I didn't know he was a scammer, but he came up to me one time because he said, man, I watch your content online, and I like your stuff, man. I really want to do it the legit way. And I said, you can do it the legit way, you know, but I can make a quick 20000 a day, Wes, and I'm just, you know, I'm just doing this, and it's just so easy, and blah, 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 and I, but I want to do it the right way. And I said, you can, but it's a learning process. But, of course, you don't want to do it, right? So, like, two years later, he he actually moved to my building here. I didn't even know he moved here. And I saw him and said, oh, man, you moved here. He said, yeah, man, you know, my blah, 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 told me about this building, so I moved over here too. And let me tell you something. Three months later, FBI and the SWAT team was here, swear to God, guns, and they took this man to jail. He in jail right now. Yeah. <laughs> because, see, what they do is they build a case on you for years. I've seen this happen four times with black individuals just, you know, doing all, all kind of scamming shit, right? And they build a case on you because you think you're getting away. And they build this huge case because they, when they catch you, they want to make sure they put you away for, for a very long time. And I've seen this happen. And I don't want this to happen to you, right? I don't want this to happen to you because what you're doing is wrong. When somebody catch it and they're going to let it build up because, see, they have a good case, they need you to be able to steal a lot of money, right? It can't be just... You know, a thousand, it'd be like a hundred thousand. Then one day you got a knock on your door and now you're getting, you know, you, you got charges on you. Right. So I would suggest right now, immediately, either shut the business down or find a way for that business to be profitable and to be legit. And I'm telling you, they will buy your service if it's legit. Don't believe that people just want some type of scamming, you know, refund this type of product man people out there they really want to make money and they're not afraid to make money the, the, the um if it takes some work 
That's okay. As long as you're with them, you can put them. You got them in the Discord group. They'll pay you a thousand dollars, man. If they know they have you with them, helping them through the process, are you hooking them up with the team that you currently have? You can say, hey, it's going to be a year, but you're going to be with me. I mean, people sell these programs all day long, and you can sell it too. But I would suggest to get out of that whole scamming business. Get out of it immediately with Amazon. I'm really, I'm, 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 I'm not even really doing it. Like I'm literally, I have legit businesses now, like e-commerce. Um, I've, um, what is it called these course sales. I have a recurring um revenue service, um, Airbnb. So I still, I, I I'm in the legit way. It's just that was like a, a high ticket. Like I, now I'm trying to make a, a a high ticket like um actual digital service to offer. Right, right. Do a high ticket legit one, man. Like yeah. teach people how to sell products on Amazon, the legit way. Right, teach them to go to Alibaba. You know, get products and do this. Yeah, teach them the legit way. Right, don't give people the impression that this is how they're gonna run a business by getting refunds from Amazon. I mean, how long is that gonna last? That's not gonna last. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? Amazon is not that stupid, right? They're going to find out. <laughs> they will eventually, yeah. and they're gonna find out in a time that you don't want them to find out, and the time is gonna be fucked up for you. And then all of a sudden you're in jail or you have to fight charges. You have to get a lawyer. You know, why put yourself through that? No, so, yeah, I'm, I would say. I'm, I'm, doing it. I'm just the guy that kind of like promotes it. I made, I mean, I obviously made the business and I did it back in like 2020 in my days. But like, I'm more like um, just the, you know, I'm, I'm a marketing. I know how to market. So that's what I was marketing to get a high ticket. And I know what you mean. It wasn't smart to do that. Like, it's just I'm young and I make mistakes. But I, I, that's why I even told you like, like, cause I really want to, um, you know, transition the right way, and I, I am transitioning. So I'm, I'm really thank you for this advice, like you. No, absolutely, and I'm gonna be honest with you. I like what you're doing. A version of it, I did it before. I'm gonna be honest with you. I could tell you a story. I was in my twenties, and I had a best friend, and um, he was working at Radio Shack, and he was like, "Man, Wes, I'm getting all these stuff. I'm getting PlayStation. I'm getting shoes. And what I'm doing is I'm getting people's credit cards." And I'm writing it down, right? And he would just order stuff, and he would send it to his house or other people's houses. And when they find out, they would do a chargeback, but he keeps the stuff, right? So one day I came up there, right? And I said, well, let me give me some stuff. So I got everything. I got shoes. I got PlayStation. I got this. I got that. I got that. And, and we kept, we was doing it for a little while, right? And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I'm tell you what happened. All of a sudden. Uh, and, he, and I stopped doing it, but he kept doing it, right? I mean, he, he went insane. I mean, he was just taking these people's credit cards and just hoarding all this stuff. And the FBI, they caught him. And, you know, thank God he didn't snitch on me, right? Because I was a part of it too. But he got 10 years probation, man. He was like 20, what, 24, 25 years old. And they caught him at the wrong time. And he thought he was just getting away. You know, he was just getting away and no one was finding out, but they got them. Let me tell you something. They always get you, man. Always. Just stop. You know what I mean? But I, I'm glad you stopped. I'm glad you're shutting that business down. You don't want to be associated with it at all. Because when shit hit the fan, you don't want your name nowhere on this at all. My friend. Um, also, um, another question I have. Um, Go ahead. Um, all right. So... What I want to know um, your routine. So, like, um, I want to know your routine um, and what is it called? Like your day-to-day -day routine. And what was the other question I had? Like, damn, I just had it. Literally just had it. Um, 
My routine, I can give you my routine. So um, I'm pretty structured, man. I'm very disciplined, right? Especially now, especially when I'm building new companies, so I get very disciplined. But um, yeah, I wake up, man, I meditate. I've been meditating for like 10 plus years. I meditate for 20 minutes before I do anything. And through the meditation, I either focus on my breathing or I will create my day, which means is I will see myself at the gym. I see myself working. I see myself creating revenue. I see myself in my meetings. So I go to this mental rehearsal process. Um, you know, I do this every morning, right? Then after I do that, I get ready for the gym, have my protein shake, right? Have all my supplements or whatever. Then I go to the gym for two hours. It's always going to be two hours. I cannot go to the gym less than two hours, period. I'm always going to do two hours. Then after that, then I get home. Um, depending on the day, if my chef has prepared food, I eat that. If not, like I'm on like a chicken breast um, broccoli diet right now. That's all I do. Chicken breast, broccoli, asparagus, mm -hmm. steaks. That's all I eat right now, honestly. I'm not eating any type of refined carbs. Um, after I do that... And I drink only water. You know, I may do green drinks and celery drinks, but I don't do anything that's not water. Um, and my juices, I use only almond milk. So I'm very strict with my body, right? And then after that, when I eat or whatever, take a shower, I meditate again. Then I start working. And this How long do you work? Oh, man. I mean, I can work for like eight hours straight. Because like you right now, I, I, give, I give example because right now I'm in the process of like writing copy. So when I'm writing copy, I can get very immersed into the copy. I can spend like hours on one sentence, right? Using the right words and how I want to frame this message. And, or maybe I'm looking at one of my product to sell pages and I'm looking on how I can raise the conversions. Like give you an example with Genie Script, right? We have like five different upsells and we have the front end product. So I will look at every upsells and I will see what I can add or subtract to raise the conversions, right? And I can do a split test. Like, and, and I set all this stuff up because I'm, I'm pretty technical as well, so I know how to do it myself. So, and it's a very, very arduous process. You have to be very meticulous about it and you got to be focused because, you know, one word, wrong color, everything has to be tested, right? And it can raise your conversions to like, astronomically right um so yeah i mean i could do that for like five eight hours man nine hours you know don't even think twice and then um i may take a little break or whatever i may watch some youtube it can be some graham stephan it could be some alex or mosey it can be dan kennedy it could be john oh, benson it's crazy yeah yeah exactly and then i jump on the rants jump on the right here you, you don't ever just be driving your supercars for fun? <laughs> That's the only time I drive. You know what's so funny? It's just West Time in Richmond is the only street in the last couple of months that I've seen my car just on West Timer in Richmond. I said, I, I go to the gym, I come back, I park the car because I usually don't go out at all, Same. especially not right now. I mean, oh, right yeah, now that, I'm too that, busy. Too focused. That was my second question also. How do you deal with being, I mean, you're always a focus. How do you deal? Because right now I feel like I'm alone. Like I live in a big ass 1800. I'm not focused on like no like women right now. I'm just trying to focus on getting better. How do you deal with that? How do you cope with that? Like, and even I, I cut off a couple of my friends. I only have like two friends who are kind of like-minded like me. So how do you deal with that? Like, Well, deal with the, the, the loneliness? Like, just yeah. Just by yourself? 
Well, I mean, honestly, I love being by myself. And I think every man needs to learn how to love being with himself alone. Mm -hmm. um, because you'll realize something that many people that want people around them is because it's a distraction. Think about it. People, they're going to make you feel a certain way, right? We have certain friends because they make us laugh. We have friends that, that are funny. We have friends that are inspired. We have friends that we just feel comfortable with, right? It's just something. It's just a distraction, honestly. Same thing with women, right? Women make you feel good. You get horny. They look good, right? They take up your time. It's just a distraction. It's just all a distraction, people in general, right? Yes. So to be, to be by yourself and to be able to be happy and entertained and, and love that experience to me is a gift if you're able to get to this level in life where you prefer to be alone more than to be with people. Because you realize with people, man, a lot of conversations that you have with people are very futile. They're very useless. And it's not, it's not any production going on here, right? We're just talking about random things that are Literally. not conducive to it's nothing, right? Something but on we, Yeah, right. We do it because, it's, you know, it feels comfortable and it's just something to do, yeah. right? But when you, when you pull your weight, when you pull yourself away from all that distraction and chaos, and if you're able to sustain that, let me tell you something, man. You become so organized um from a mind standpoint you will find yourself so different from the average person in the world and you're able to just see things and like you know some people just don't even want to be around anymore so, man, i can't believe i was hanging around with this person right um because you're so organized with your thoughts your mind um you're very focused on what you want to do and if you choose to bring people around you, like, it's just your choice, right, if you want to bring people around. But you'll realize that you prefer to be alone most of Like me, I prefer to be by myself probably 85% of the time. I don't even want people around me at all, period. Me too, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I just don't want to. And it's not that I'm more superior to people. It's just I don't want all this chaotic energy. People just have chaotic energy, and they have very disorganized energy. And a lot of conversations I don't want to have. I don't want to talk about things that just don't even make sense. Like, I don't want to talk about sports. I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about your boss. I want to talk about your girlfriend, your boyfriend, and what. Like, I don't want to have these conversations at all, period. <laughs> so, right? So I'd rather just be by myself because I enjoy myself. Like, I just enjoy just being with myself. It's just... It's just a great feeling for me, right? That, that feeling making a hundred k, celebrating in your mind, I, I know, man. Like even I had a couple good days. It's just a good feeling. Definitely. Yeah, it, it is, you know. And unfortunately, many men and women, it's very difficult for them to do this because in the beginning of doing that, you have to face yourself. You have to face the fears. You have to face the insecurities. You have to face the things that you know that you're bullshitting about, that you know you're bullshitting, right? And you have to face all this because these are the thoughts. Because when you're by yourself, thoughts become very loud. So you are able to hear the inner dialogue of even your own procrastination or even the things that you know is wrong and you're doing it. Anyway, right? So to me, it helps you become a very virtuous individual if you're able to deal with that and correct those things about yourself. And now you'll be happy with the person that you're with. Most people, they're not happy with themselves, so they don't want to be alone because they have to deal with themselves. And who wants to deal with themselves if you're just a piece of shit? 
right? Yeah. A lot of yeah. people are, right? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, uh, three three more things, but I'm sorry. Go I'm, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I know you want to take other people in too. All right. Um, first, the question is, if you lost it all, literally lost it, like, um, how would you go back and get your first million back? Number two, um, a couple good reads to read, because I read a lot, like Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself, Atomic Habits. I need good reads from Wesley Million Dollar Version, man. Gotcha. Um, and number three, um, damn, I keep losing my questions, man. It's just literally, oh, also, number three was, um, how do you pick the right the right girl? Because I'm, I'm successful at 20, and like, you know, I'm, I'm doing my thing, I'm a handsome man. So like, uh, they come, how do you like have, actually want them to like, you know, she's the one or like, cause I know you have it too. Like, um, like just the one that even has morals. She, she couldn't even, she don't even have to be the one cause like to get a lot of money. How do you know, like choose, like, I want to see your thought, your thought process on stuff like that too. Okay. So number one, the first question is, you know, how would I make a million dollars again? Honestly, this is what I would do. If I would like, be very honest bullshit. if I lost right it now. all. Today, I got zero dollars in the bank account. All the cash oh, wait, me, gone, my, my house is gone, whatever. If I have a little cash, I will fly to Thailand. Honestly, I will go to Thailand because Thai, I like Thailand. Thailand is a very friendly, amicable place. Everybody's beautiful, and you know, it, it's just a great. You've been to Thailand? No, um, but oh, I, I've yeah. seen that's oh. actually one of the places I want to go to, right? yeah, very. very beautiful place to be right beautiful people very nice people so i would go there cheap and i will begin to write a new product a new vsl honestly i would just copyright it right i would write a new product it'll probably be in the space so it doesn't even matter it could be self-development it could be weight loss it could be in the relationship space right because i would just find a, another product out there in, in the industry that's doing well and i would transcribe it and i would study it and the reason I would go to Thailand because I could be by myself. I won't be distracted, right? Because I don't know anybody. So I would just be working and I would just study it and I would find out what works, what doesn't work. And I would create my own version of the product and I would you, just sell it. A model one, like someone who is in a similar, like who, who, who you want, like a good product to promote, right? Absolutely. I would just model something that's already working in the industry. Okay, okay. That's all I would do. You know, it may take me two months to do it, but after two months, man, I'll be making some. Uh, I'll be making some good money. Definitely. And would you use um, Arkansas Solutions to promote, or how would you promote it? Uh, me personally, I would just get affiliates. Like I would just get affiliates, right? So, if because you're saying that if I lost everything, but I still have the knowledge. Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. So I would just get affiliates, right? Because I, I know the right people. I know all the people. I know all the people that can send thousands of sales a day, right? So the dumbest to find these affiliates, Warrior Plus, like something like that. Like, or, how, like how did I find the affiliates? Yeah, like did you go to summits, like um, ClickFunnels? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. Like in the beginning of my career, I spent like two years just building relationships, man. That's all I was doing for like two years. Building relationships. I went to Affiliate West, Affiliate East, uh, Traffic and Conversions, Affiliate Asia, Affiliate Europe. Or and I met, I met a lot of people, man. And they love me, right? Because I'm just a likable person. I'm a likable guy. And I knew how to get people to like me immediately. 
Nah, for real, good energy. You always bring good energy. Like anytime I see you on these lives, you always you will listen to anyone to see what they have to say, give them advice. That's really good energy. Like uh, absolutely. So that's like my superpower, right? So I had all these relationships with all these affiliates. So when I was getting ready to launch Life at the Minister, man, I had I had the affiliates. I already knew who to reach out to and say, hey, man, if you don't mind, test it for me. And all these people that I've been relationships with, they wanted me to succeed. Like, they wanted me. They liked me so much. They said, man, Wes, don't worry. You're going to get it, man. You're going to get it. I mean, these people wanted me to succeed because when – because of the energy, it's infectious, right? And then when a rich person is able to see themselves in you, oh, man, you got a friend for life. Definitely, yeah. Definitely. So, number two, what was number two again? Um, I'll ask you, um, what are some of the best reads you would like? Oh, yeah. So good books to read. Um, like, that, uh, like, like in, you want a, books in the self-dev space? Yeah, like something that he's self-development, um, marketing. Like uh, right now, I just finished No BS Guide to Social Media Marketing. I don't know if you ever heard of it. I, I watched How to Write Copy. I mean, read How to Write Copy um, by Ray Edwards. Um, I, so I've seen a lot of books. I mean, I've been reading a lot. Okay, so in the self-development space, um, you read Psycho-Cybernetics? Oh, no. See, never heard of that one. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That's a goodie right there. Cypher... Psycho-Cybernetics by uh, Maxwell Maltz. Definitely read that book or listen to the audio book audio. online as well. It's a really good book. Um, also, As And It Shall Be Given by Jerry Hicks, Abraham Hicks. It's a real good book as well. Talked about manifestation. It kind of associates it to the Bible as well. It's a really good book. Um, the Go-Giver. Is a good book as well. I don't know if you ever read that one. I'm, I'm, a, I'm screen recording this right now, so I got to. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. The Go-Giver. Um, let me see other books that I've read, especially in the beginning of my career here. Because uh, I read a ton of books. Um, I don't know if you're into NLP. Oh, Neurologistic Book? Of course, man. I had to, bro. You taught me that. Oh, yeah, of course, man. Read everything. Like Richard Bandler john grinder reach like watch all their videos thousands of times richard bandler have some of the best videos i mean you will understand so much about the psyche of an individual and then you will learn how to manipulate people but in a good way by the way right in a great way you will have power over people using this stuff it's very powerful and it's good stuff but i would say you know only use it for good of course but um yeah it's very fascinating to listen to this man like richard bandler he's really good and he teaches it online all right, they, 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 I seen somebody in the comments say they won't save the audio, and I thought it would. I got to write it down now, man. I, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> of course. I, I ain't uh, losing I'm not, uh... Yeah, I mean, honestly, like NLP, when I learned about NLP, man, at that moment, I, I, I had power over the world. You know, one, I had power over myself, but I had power over the world. Life really made sense when I understood, like, just using, understanding language, right? And understanding why people process beliefs and the reason why people do what they do and how to get people to reframe certain things in life. And um, I would say be an expert of NLP. I mean, you'll never be broke ever in life. I actually did, 
actually look into NLP. I, I looked into like really small, but you really see nobody really knows about it because there's really no views on it. Like YouTube videos. It'll only oh, yeah, like, exactly. It's Cause really people don't, yeah, because people don't understand. You know, they just, I mean, <laughs> let me tell you, some of the, like, the best copywriters, they understand NLP, man. You know, like, they understand how to use language, even how to use, like, what is called conversational hypnosis. Even how you speak, the pauses, the tonality of your voice. It's very influential, like insanely. But um, people, you're not around. If you're not around people like this, then you're just like, ah, I don't care. You don't have any views. I'm not watching this, right? Uh, but see, I was a deep seeker of the knowledge. And I was a deep seeker of understanding the psychology of people. Like, I'm just fascinated about mindset and behavior and why do we act this way? What is going on with emotional management and emotional intelligence here? Because obviously I want to be a uh, high on the hierarchy of being able to influence the masses. This is what I do, right? So to influence the masses, you have to understand uh, how to do that. Their techniques is, is yeah. yes, it's ways to do it. So I would say, you know, definitely get into NLP and, just master this stuff like you know just read everything and watch these videos over and over and over again uh your wish is your command by kevin trudeau that's a book that? that's not a book that's actually uh it's an audio program your wish is um my command by who no your wish is your command it's your command fascinating audio it's it's like 14 cds but they have it on YouTube as well. But let me tell you something. I, I, I've probably listened to that a thousand times. No lie. Like every day I would come home from work, I would listen to the entire, I would do my best to listen to all the CDs. <laughs> every. The author it, who was uh, Kevin Trudeau. Kevin Trudeau. And if you know all the names, so you literally, you, you, it's in your head. Oh, it is, man. It isn't deeply, deeply. I mean, I teach you guys some stuff about, um, from that from that line of work that Kevin Trudeau talks about because he talks about manifestation but he really breaks it down in a way that most people have never broken it down um, to communicate to the masses here but uh, yeah that's, that's a great program 100% and it's free on YouTube um, let me see other than that I mean Skill With People by Les Giblin you probably read that already these are just basic things that people could do to have um, control over people and power. It's very small stuff. There's not, it's not, well, you know what people don't understand is that people think that, you know, people that are very influential, they think that we're using all these esoteric tricks and stuff. And <laughs> but let me tell you something. It's, it's just simple stuff, such as like using a person's name. It's very powerful. Like all the time, just like practice using people's names. Very powerful. Practice always having a smile on your face. Very powerful. Extremely. I mean, <laughs> practice not arguing with a person. Like never tell a person that they're wrong. Like practice never doing that. Even when they are wrong, just don't, don't say they're wrong. Just say, you know what? You may be right about that. But have you ever considered this? Right? These are very powerful. And they're very just so just obvious. Right, but they're very powerful when it comes to influencing many women. And um, I learned that like at first, um, because 
when I first um, found out about you, I, I actually bought your high ticket course. Cause I just want to see. Um, I, I don't. I don't oh, know. Mass control. Billionaire mind mastery. And after you like taught me those mind hacks, I actually went out and actually tried them myself. And nah, they legit work. So it wasn't no bullshit. I didn't listen to it over and over. I listened to a, a decent amount of times, but I buried most of them. Like report, like all the all the key ones you had in there. It was literally buried into me, and it, they really work. So like Wes, I'm telling everybody watching this, Wes is not on no bullshit. Like it really anything he he pushes out really does work. You just really have to embury it into your mind so you can actually use it for yourself. Real shit. And I'm. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so as far as the books, I think that's about it. I mean, you have enough commentary right there to get you started. Um, so the women thing. The women, the women. So my first question to you is, are you looking for the one? Are you looking to be married? Right now, I'm trying to I'm trying to make my first million right now. I'm I'm twenty. I'm twenty, so um I'm young. So I'm just yeah. trying to make my first million. So, um, yeah, right now I would not even uh, <laughs> women. A lot of women are gonna hate what I'm about to say, but uh, I'm gonna say it because it's just the truth. It's right good. now, because you're making some money, you're making some money. But right now, only time you're gonna kind of deal with women only for recreational purposes only. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's it. You know, for your recreation, because you're making some money. You're not like a dead big person that make no money at all. Now that person, I'm gonna say, hey. You need to refrain from one. But listen, yeah. if you want to spend some time with a woman, right, uh, you only do it for recreational purpose. You're not doing it because you want to be in love. You're not doing it because you want any type of emotional connection. You're doing it because, you know, at that moment of time, you want this, boom, 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 you're done deal, you get back to work, right? Definitely. I would suggest that. But right now, I wouldn't put any focus in any type of woman right now at all, period. Don't even waste your time, right? Just focus on the money. Like, right now, you are on a roll right now, right? You're building your skill right now. You have different companies. So now you need to get these companies that they're producing millions of dollars. And now you need to get the company where they're producing when you are not there, right? Because that's a real company. A company is a business. is when the person is not there and you make more money. Yeah. Because you have created a automatic type of system. Yeah. Oh. Makes sense. But when when would you say to get one, and how would you find, and what do you look for, kind of? Uh, I mean, you know, so me, I, for me personally, like I already know what type of woman that I mesh with, right? And I'll share with you, like I need an agreeable woman, right? I I can't be with a woman that's combative that wants to argue with me, I can't do that at all. I, so she got to be agreeable. Two, nurturing woman. I like a woman who takes care of me. Um, a woman that cooks. A woman that pays attention to detail when it comes to me, right? Because um, uh, you're just talking about just her personality, really physical features, right? Just how, so it's really important on how a woman treats me, right? And, um, like when she's, uh, you know, how she communicates to me. I typically like women who are very positive women, happy type of women, right? And I think we all know what a happy woman is. You know, you know, when you meet a girl, she's just, just happy. She just like this, right? It's like to a core. So that's the only type of woman I can be with, like long term. Like long term, 
it has to be a happy, very happy type woman, very obsequious, right? Very submissive as well. The type of woman that's not going to rise, raise up against me. Like if we're talking, going back and forth, um, she'll never try to rise up against me as if she's trying to be a man. Can't I, I would never be with a woman like this at all. Not not long term, right? So those are some of the attributes that I um that I require for a woman to be with me. And then she has to understand that I'm the leader, period. Like she is not the leader. Like and I'm not saying that she can't make suggestions. And she can't share how she feels about things. But at the end of the day, she needs to trust me to lead us in life. Because there can only be one leader. It can't. It can be a leader and a follower. It can't be two. Two leaders are conflict, right? So, and it can't be two followers, right? So it has to be a leader and a follower, in my opinion, if you're in a relationship with a woman. And a woman needs to be able to capitulate to the man and say, you know what? I trust this man enough to believe him to stay with him, I can relax and I can relax in his authority. So that's the type of woman um, that I attract and that I would deal with long term. Not bad, not bad. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for that. I just wanted to see. And would you, would she have to make a lot of money? Like, would you have to match her? Like, um, or could, would she be a broke? Like, you know, just some. Yeah. So when it comes to money, I don't, I don't really. I don't care about how much money a woman makes at all. And usually rich, successful men, they don't care about this. And if you ever notice, if you ever watch rich and successful men, they usually would deal with women who don't have a lot of money. And the reason why they do is because women like that seem to be more, I hate to use this word, but like more humble or more appreciative, right? Some women that has their own, and super independent, and they can, you know, they can say, oh, I can do whatever a man does. Usually those type of women, it's very difficult for them to be with a multimillionaire or even an alpha male. It's very difficult because she has this notion that she can do it all, and maybe she can, but she brings that attitude into the relationship with the man. So you'll typically see men that are very powerful, and they'll be with a woman that work at a restaurant, a waitress, a hostess, or... You know, just like, you're like, what? You know, a girl that never went to college. Because what's important for a multimillionaire is how the woman makes him feel. It's not about your educational level. It's not about how much money you got. Because he got the money, right? So I don't really need her to have the money. But if she's going to be, if she's going to augment to my life, her whole focus should be to make me feel good. That's it, right? Yeah, you want to be with a girl that'd be like, Oh, I've been at Visa. Oh, I'm already. You want to be with a girl that you know hasn't been there. You want to show her, you know, like that kind of. Yeah, you want look. You want a woman that, if she's around you, she augments to your life. Understand, millionaires—they're very smart people, obviously, right? They're very intelligent, and they know how to. They have a sense of emotional intelligence, right? So the question is, what can a woman? give this man that he doesn't already have right or how can this woman augment to this man's life to make him feel better about his current life makes sense because this man already feels good he's rich he's successful he knows how to manage his emotions he knows how to control his attitude so he's there so what value can this woman bring what 
she what she can bring what a what a a rich or successful man wants. He wants a woman that's nurturing, that's nice, that gives him compliments, that takes care of him, that brings that feminine, you know, just only bringing that feminine energy to him. Not, not nothing masculine. Like, you know, multimillionaires, alpha men, they don't want nothing masculine from a woman at all, period. None, not even a little bit. Yeah, he yeah. wants to feel the deepest part of her from her femininity. That's it. He wants to feel that, right? That's all he wants from her. He wants her to make him feel that, that she appreciates him, right? Because obviously she can give him, give her the type of lifestyle that maybe she'll never even dream of, right? So she wants, he wants to feel that she appreciates him. She's grateful for him. She wants, he wants her to boost his ego. Let him know that he's amazing. He's handsome. See that he the greatest thing since sliced bread. Boost and build his ego. Make sense? Definitely, yeah. That's that's the role of a woman when she's with an alpha or with a multimillionaire. We don't care about your money. Like we're not caring about, you know, how many degrees you have. Right? As long as you can if you can take care of yourself, cool, you know? But millionaires, they can do everything, right? They're rich. I mean, it's almost nothing that they can't do money-wise, right? But if I'm going on vacation with you, you need to give me a pleasing experience. In yeah. every in every uh, stretch of the word, give me a very pleasing, friendly, nurturing, caring experience. Just make me smile and make me feel good that entire vacation. Right? Or even when I'm with you, you're always pleasing. You have a pleasing attitude. This is what rich, successful men crave for. And that's what they want. And typically the women that don't make any money, they're like this. You know, I tell, I mean, one last thing. I tell all women, <laughs> and women hate when I share this, but I tell all women that want to be with a rich man or they want to actually be with this man and to keep this man, I said, go to a strip club and go talk to a stripper for four hours. She'll tell you. Okay, because that's where you know a lot of your men are. They they at the strip club because strippers and exotic dancers, they know exactly what a man wants and they give it to him, and that's why it goes back all the time. That's why they fall in love with a stripper. Yeah, they fall in love with a stripper because see, strip exotic dancers are nice. They're very nice. They're gonna call your daddy. They're gonna rub your head. You hungry? You want something? I get it for you. Don't worry. Just sit down. Right. I mean, and see, it doesn't matter if it's a game, and it doesn't matter if she's not being genuine, but it's just the point that she does it, right? It don't matter if it's a fantasy world, right? But she does it because she understands if she, she has to give that man what the wife or the girlfriend that is, is not giving him, right? Because a lot of women are lazy. They get lazy. When you give them in the beginning, you know, they give you this – this uh this this representation of them but then as years progress now they start getting comfortable and they feel i ain't got to do my hair i don't got to do this i ain't got to do this i'm just gonna wear this i don't care i'm just gonna do you know <laughs> i'm like <laughs> i'm like uh yeah uh no you got to be always on point always right you're not dealing with pookie and ray ray you're dealing with uh a, a groom man that's financially set uh, a man that expects the best.
Appreciate that, man. I, I had to ask because, you know, I'm young. I don't want to make the wrong decision. You're you're a little bit older. You have more experience. I just want to see, man, what I – because you're an alpha male, bro, like real shit. So I want to see. You know, I'm working to become one, like, right now. So it's just I have to see, man. Yeah, focus, focus on the money, brother. Focus on the money because when you focus on the money, now you become the selector of women. You know, in the beginning – women select men because men don't have nothing right especially finances but when you have the money you work out you wear and groom you're you're handsome you can communicate well now you select whatever woman you want and the woman that you really want she gonna find you does that make sense i mean she is i mean you know it's, it's like going to a party or like going to the club and you always see this girl that you really want, but you maybe you won't approach her because you're like, damn, she's so fine. She's so, but that woman, when you are a man that mastered these, like I talk about the four areas of life that a man should master, like his physicality, you know, your body, how you look, two, your finances, three, your emotional intelligence, and four, your communication skills. She's going to come to you. She's going to because see, see, women like that that are extremely beautiful, right? They know what type of man they want they know because they can get any man so when you stand out of the crowd like that see i'm like that now when i go to what the most gorgeous woman will let me know that hey you need to approach me why because there's not a lot of men like me on the planet make sense so you need to become that man make sure these four areas your physicality i mean work out in the gym bro make your body as freaking perfect as humanly possible right yeah two, work on the finances and have more money than you can spend man work on it master that then three your emotional intelligence means is you have to learn how to be very calm in very chaotic situations like you never want to argue with a woman and you never want to be that person that you can't um control the way that you feel you have to have what is called the stoicism stoic to be very calm and neutral in any type of situation, chaotic situations, and even situations of celebration. You can be very calm and neutral all the time. And then forward your communication style. You have to learn how to communicate effectively in a way that makes people gravitate to you, that you're able to express yourself and you can articulate yourself that people are like, man, I just like this person, how they talk. I just, I like being around this person. Like this person inspires me. You want women like that. And they will come in drones. Definitely, man. All right, brother. Thank you, man. Resting real shit. Thank you, bro. Much love, brother. All right, go make it happen, bro. That was a, that was a, I I I like that. See, this is this is what I live for. You know, educating young men like himself. He's twenty years old. He's doing well, and. He just, he just wants the knowledge, man. He wants to know how to become a man that um, a man of significance. And all men want to, like, honestly, all men want to become a man of significance, a man of importance. They do. That's the reason why we make money. It's the reason why we have cars. The reason why we, uh, we have certain type of homes and houses and penthouses because we want to be significant in the eyes of others, especially women, right? And there's nothing wrong with that, okay? Uh, what's next here? Questions for me. Wes, 
if that woman gave you all the attributes that you said and has a child, would you still be with her long term? Yeah, of course. Like, I don't care too much about. Now, I do prefer a woman not to have a child. But if she does, it's not a big deal for me. It's not a deal breaker. Children are not a deal breaker for me. As long as your children are mannerable. Now, listen, if you have, I had an ex. I only had one ex in my life. And um, her child was not mannerable, okay? Her child was evil. I'm going to be honest. She was bad. So if you have a child that's bad, terrible, uh, no, I can't be with you. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Cannot, 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 and I won't at all. Um, what's next here? Questions for me here. Are you getting value here, ladies and gentlemen, here? Are you getting value? Okay. That young man asks a lot of great questions, by the way. And I and I expect that you screen recorded or you took notes here. <laughs> Let me see here. Questions here. Talk to me. <laughs> Take notes. You know, we always, you know, all these rants here, you never know where what, what direction we're going to turn here. And, you know, we always end up talking about relationships. You know, it's so, you know, it's very interesting about making money, especially for men. Uh, you know, it's a part, a part of us making money and perfecting ourselves or developing ourselves. Women, uh, you are that motivation. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not saying you're the total motivation, but you are, you're a part of that motivation that the reason why we want to do um, such extraordinary things in life. Because listen, once you become a man like that, a man of high value, um, it just makes life easier. Like you can get the woman you want, people treat you better, people admire you. So you just feel good all the time. Just think about it. Like think about if you was west of the billion dollar version. Like, you know, when I leave my house, there's always somebody that's, you know, sharing Wesley, thank you for your rants. Thank you for your lives. I love your content. I saw your stuff and you changed my life. Like, imagine hearing this every day. I feel good. Imagine driving your Lamborghini and people like, oh, my God, man, that's my dream car. Can I take a picture, sir? I have women, you know, they be, sir, can I take, they call me, sir. Sir, can I take a picture? I said, absolutely. You know, I have a, it'll be a girl and her child. Do you mind if my, my baby take a picture in your car? Absolutely, sweetheart. Go ahead and sit down. Let your baby get, I mean. It just makes you feel very significant and powerful. So uh, I'll say, women, you are a, a big part of, of that. The reason why men want to achieve such greatness here. Okay. Uh, when it comes to communication, what's the question here? Wes, what's the other ways to become a high-value alpha male when it comes to communication? So listen, so let's talk about communication. So Communication is very important to master because you're going to communicate for the rest of your life. Does that make sense? You're going to talk. You're going to speak forever, whether you're talking to your child, you're talking to your husband, your wife, your daddy, your mama, your friend, your best friend, anybody, your professor, right? 
And when I use the word communication, I'm not just saying, I'm not talking about just talking randomly. Um, I'm speaking about talking with an intention and articulating yourself that people not only understand you, they want to side with you or they want to believe what you're saying or they're persuaded by you. Does that make sense? That's what I'm talking about because usually when we're speaking, we're attempting to express ourselves because we want people to understand us or to believe us or to get them to do something that we want them to do. Make sense? And that's called communication, not just talking. And communication is very important for women and for men. Uh, I talk about this in one of my previous rants uh, about even how, how I communicate, like my communication skills as you um, can, can hear stellar, right? But it wasn't always like this. And people love listening to, I'll tell you this, men, women love, adore more than how you look, okay? but they adore, love a man that can communicate effectively. Let me tell you something. Oh, my God. If you want to turn on a woman, if you want to stimulate her body, stimulate her mind, and you can use that with words and how you utilize words, how you speak, and the words that you use to speak to her, right? And I think, you know, I was thinking about this. I said, you know, why is communication so powerful? I think because it just um, bleeds confidence. You know, when a man can speak, talk to you, and look you in the eye, it's almost if he has control over the woman, a diamond is over her, and she loves that. Right? Because most men, they can't communicate properly, and they're fidgeting, they're looking to the left, they're looking to the right, because they don't have the words to use, and they're just not confident Um in their communication style. So listen, communication. And I'm gonna give you some of the, some of the um, pragmatic things you can do, men, and women too, you can use this as well, right? But usually women can communicate very well. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Women are just a bit smarter than men. But um, yeah, so some of the ways you can some of the ways and techniques that you can start to utilize to be a better communicator is this one listen to great communicators honestly <laughs> i mean that's what i did because a ton of you your dialect like if you notice you know some people that go live with me i'm not going to call them out but you can tell within the first minute that you know this person is not the greatest communicator right they just like all over the place and they use the same type of di dialect that they use as if they were talking to their friend or talking to the homeboy, the homegirl, right? And that's because that's just your circle of influence. And unfortunately, if you're in a circle of influence and you have a certain type of dialect, certain type of word usage, you tend to speak that way, right? Some of you are like, I'm finna. I'm finna go home. I'm finna go over there. Finna. <laughs> I'm finna do this. I'm finna do that. 
right? Or you're the type of person that always use uh, 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 you know, uh, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, 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 uh. And listen, I'm not throwing rocks at you. I was like that previously as well. And I had to work on it. And you know how I did that? I had to put myself in the environment around people who spoke well. And that was on YouTube, okay? Right. It was on YouTube. I was just listening to great communicators and great speakers over and over again. And I started to pick up their terminology and I started to adopt their dialect. Okay. Even how I enunciate words and how I pronounce words. You notice that? Right. Even my tonality, the way that I pulse when I speak to you. Right. Even my voice inflection, that was learned just by listening to great communicators, okay? And that's one of the reasons why um, you need to separate yourself from Pookie and Ray Ray, you know, your friends, and maybe your parents, because they speak a certain type of way, okay? And you're trying to repudiate that way of speaking, right? You're trying to move away from that. So that's one. Two... Like I said before, um, look, see, I did it. I said, um, you heard me? So I'm working on my communication skills as well. Um, not perfect. But check it out. So two is, have you ever been in a situation where you knew what you wanted to say, but you couldn't find words? Has anybody ever been there? Comment below. You know, you say, well, I, man, I know what I want to say, but I just, I just can't, I just can't express, I just can't say it. I'm, I know what I want to say to you, but I just can't express it. I just can't find the words. All right. So let me tell you why that happens. You know, I had a friend and when my friend would interview for a job. He'd been at a job for about 10 years and he wanted to move forward into a managerial role. And every time, every time he would come to me and say, Wes, I didn't get the job. And I said, why? He said, you know, I don't know. When I get in the interview chair, it's like, I just can't find the words. I can't express myself. And he just had issues articulating himself, right? Which a lot of people like this, honestly, right? Meaning, Hundreds of millions of people. Um, unless you had a daddy or, or a father or a mother that spoke well, then you got lucky. Or you're like me. I had a lot of jobs um, in the workforce was around a lot of people who were different than myself. I'll, I'll put it that way. So I just naturally adopted their speech pattern. But um. Yeah, so the reason why you can't find the words is because you don't know any words. <laughs> you know, the typical person, this is going to shock you here, but the typical person, man or woman, has less than 300 words in their vocabulary. And on the day-to-day, -day, they use about maybe 100, maybe if that. So think about it, you know, the average person has about 300 words, the average person, a part of their vocabulary. If you went to college, 
I think you have about a thousand. Went to grad school, maybe two thousand. Which means is the average person just doesn't know words. Okay. Many of you are using the same words over and over again. Okay. And you need to learn new words. So I would say get yourself. You can go to YouTube for this, honestly. You can type in learn new words. You can learn new words every day, like 10 words a day. You can hear the word, hear the pronunciation of the word, and you can also hear how the word has been used. I, I've been doing it. Honestly, I've, I am a voracious learner of words. I love words, and I love utilizing words. I love implementing them and collocating them in my conversation when I speak. And one thing about words, when you learn more that are outside people's intellect, it makes you seem more intelligent. You say, oh, man, you're smart. Oh, you're smart. How did you know that word? You're smart. Right? <laughs> it, it, you know what's interesting? That's how we view people as being smart based off the type of word that they use when they're speaking. Okay. Right. And it's not an arduous process to learn new words. Um, but however, um, you have to have a bit of, a bit of, you have to have a bit of conscientiousness when you're learning new words, assimilating and adopting new words to your vocabulary. Make sense? Okay. So, I mean, that's what I do. And that's what I suggest you do as well. If you find yourself lacking words or maybe you mumble when you talk, some of you mumble, especially men, mumble, mumble, mumble. Um, learn how to open your mouth. Well, many people they have shared with me and said, Wes, you talk too loud. Well, yeah, because I'm a goddamn man. Duh, I'm an alpha. Right, so when I speak, I want you to hear me, and if other people hear me as well, it's fine, okay? Because I just have a bolsterous type of um, personality, and there's nothing wrong with it. Listen, you want to be that type of person, right? Because you're a person that's not afraid that people are watching you, and as a matter of fact, you don't mind that people watch you because you're the king, right? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, so any more questions about that? So, yeah, communication is very important. Learn how to communicate. How do you perfect perfect your elevator pitch? Um, well, you have to practice, man. You have to practice. Like when you're trying to sell something to someone or maybe try to pitch someone, such as myself, you need to be able to tell – you need to be able to share with me what – how is it going to benefit me? Like, tell me what you do. Why do I care? And how much money are you making? And how are you going to make me more money? Right? And you do that by practicing. Okay? Did that make sense? Um, yeah, straight to the point. I mean, it, it all depends on what you're selling. Like, say, I'm getting ready to sell my... I can share with you guys how I, I did my pitch for 7-Day Fitness. So uh, when I would meet people that I thought I needed to partner with, you know, and they asked me, hey, what do you do? Well, I own a company by the name of 7-Day Fitness. 
And I want you to, to imagine something. Imagine people around the world staying at home because you know the world is going virtual, correct? They am like, yes. And imagine working out for seven minutes a day. No more 30-minute workouts. No more 45-minute workouts because people, the average person doesn't want to do that. Seven minutes a day, seven days a week, and still achieving the body of the guy that's working out for two hours a day. That's my pitch. They're like, hmm. They're like, oh, oh, okay. Really? How do you do that? Well, let's have a conversation here. Have a seat. <laughs> you see that? That was my pitch. Like six seconds. All right. That's it. And it worked every time, let me say. What are some practical tips to become a great salesperson, a salesman? Um, I guess I give you a couple of tips here. Um, one, if you're a salesperson, you need to believe. You got to believe that you can sell anything. Like you have to have that belief. Okay. It doesn't matter if you never sold before, but you have to have this belief that you can sell ice cream to a snowman. But you got to believe that. That's a confidence. And this confidence doesn't necessarily need any type of um, validation to it. Like you may say, well, I've never sold before. So what? Just say that you're the greatest salesperson, right? Because that's the confidence that I'm talking about. Just saying what you are, irregardless of what you've actually done. That's one. You know, just say, you know, I'm the best salesman on the planet. So when you're selling people, understand this. People, they don't like salespeople, but they do want to be sold because people buy stuff every day. So the easy way to sell people, like easy, anybody, and I've made millions of dollars doing this, like on autopilot, is I ask questions. It's the key. You don't have to tell people, you know, I don't have to go, hey, guys, you need to get the genius script because the genius script is going to change your life. You're going to manifest all your dreams, blah, 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 blah. People are like, so what? Who cares? Wesley, shut up. That's just your product. You're trying to promote it. No. I would approach it this way. I say, hey, do you know how to manifest? You say, well, a little bit. Well, what is your biggest problem right now that you're having with manifesting your dreams? Well, you know, I have a lot of time and I just can't stay consistent and I procrastinate. Oh, really? And how does that make you feel that you're, you have all these problems that you're not consistent? So they just keep talking to me, keep talking. So the key is I want to find all the pains, all the wounds, right? And you do it by questions. That's it. And this is in any industry. It always works. You want to find what's the pain? Where the pain at? Right? What are you not getting? The reason why you can't manifest your goals and dreams. They're going to tell you. They're going to tell you all their problems. And what you're doing is just taking notes. You want to write down all their pains and problems, right? And then it's, okay, so if I got this correctly, you want, you're tired of feeling this pain, you're tired of these problems, you're tired of this, 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 this. They'll be like, yes. Now, it's important. It's called, um, it's something that's called the yes pattern. You want people saying yes to you, right? And so you ask them first about what are they not getting or what what is their their biggest problem and then you just repeat it to them, okay? This is very powerful, by the way. And, man, this is really good with women. One day I'll do a dating seminar, and I'll tell you how to 
<laughs> when you go on the first day, how to get the woman to want you that night. I've done it many times. Listen, so when you repeat it back to them and say, okay, if I understand this, this is one of your pains, this is one of your pains, you'd be like, yes. This is one of your pains, yes. And you wish you could do this, yes. And the reason why you want to put them in a yes pattern because, you know, when you get to the end, when you pitch them, you want them to say yes. <laughs> and then when it's time to close, you say, well, I have something that I think that will be able to resolve all your pains. Do you want to hear about it? Absolutely. Because, like, who wants to stay in pain forever? It's like a person that falls down and they bust their knee open and they're bleeding. You say, I have a Band-Aid for you. You want it? You're like, no, I don't want no Band-Aid. Uh, yes, you do. Right? But you need to know that the pain exists first. And they need to communicate the pain to you about the problem. Right? Because people buy because they have problems. Right? Or they buy because they want some pleasure. So once you go through the yes pattern, you say, well, what I'm sharing with you here today is that what if there was a script that you can say tonight that will relieve you of all these problems, your money problems, your relationship problems, even your healthy problems? You'll be fitter. You'll be more healthier. You'll be able to travel the world. You'll leave your job behind. Like and I'm talking about this year, just by saying the script. They'll be like, yes, tell me more. See, like they already sold. It's already done. And then, you know, if I'm going to sell it and I'm say, well, usually this product here that many people are using, such as celebrities, um, a lot of authority figures, right? And that's called like social proof. I can say 100,000 people are using this on a daily basis here. And, but usually the software costs $1,000. It's $1,000 to go through the system. And I, I'm pretty sure you agree that $1,000 for you to eliminate all the problems that you're having in your life that is pissing you off and making you sad and disappointed, it's worth it, right? If you gave $1,000 and I can erase all your problems, wouldn't that be worth the investment? You'd be like, yes. But guess what? Today, you don't have to pay $1,000. As a matter of fact, you don't have to pay $100. For one time, cost $37. All your problems will be gone tonight when you say this group, right? You see that right there? I mean, everybody's going to buy it, right? Even you want to buy this right now, right? That's just, you see what I did there? I mean, that's just the whole sales... And you can use this for anything to sell cars, to sell anything, right? Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just the same process. It's the pain and pleasure model, okay? I hope, and I expect you guys are taking notes here. But you sell anybody, like I sell a car like this. Somebody come in to buy a car, right? And you say, hey, how you doing? You're looking to buy a car, right? I say, well, what's your current, what's, what's, what kind of car you have right now? You know, what's your biggest problem with your car right now? Well, you know, it's kidding. Oh, I hate it. You know, I just need something new. Oh, okay. So what do you see yourself in? Like, what do you see yourself driving right now? If you get in the car. Well, you know, I really want a car that does this. Well, what's most important to you about a car that you want to buy right now? Like, what's the most important about the car? That you'd be like, yeah, you know what? If you had that, you'll buy today. You see, how, you see what I'm doing here? Now, I'm using a little bit more advanced techniques because I'm using like what's called future pacing as well, right? Um, but you get people to imagine. <laughs> I mean, that's all you have to do. You get people to imagine your service, your product, and they will buy it every single time. You get them to imagine how it will feel to have the product that they want because they just told you because you asked them. 
So what do you see yourself driving? You know what makes you just feel good? So you know what? That's the car for me. Which one? Well, I already know. Well, you know, I know you don't know, but I want you to think for a second. If you did know, what would be the perfect car? Like what you say, you know what? Yes, that's the car. What color do you want? Well, I like black. Okay, great. Black. You want fast or slow? Well, I like the fast. You see what I'm doing here? I'm just asking questions here. It's powerful. You can do this with anything. Selling houses. doesn't matter. Right? Because people don't know how to make a decision. But you help people to make a decision by implanting pictures in their mind. Because when they feel good about the decision, right, or they feel good about the image that you're putting in their mind, they're more likely to buy because people buy emotionally. They need like a hint of logic, but the the buy is going to be an emotional buy. Make sense? All right, what's next here? Questions for me here. Are you taking notes here? I'm giving you guys some of my great stuff. I have a program that's $10,000 that I just gave it to you for free. Can I get a thumbs up for that? Questions? Any more questions for me, folks? Before I have to order me some DoorDash here. Smash the like button if you got value here tonight. Comment below. If you're on the podcast, leave me a comment. Share it. I will continue to do this. This is some backdoor stuff here. You know, you're not going to find this information just on YouTube unless you just go down the rabbit hole of YouTube, which I've done. I'm not going to just find these videos here, right? This information, I'm just giving to you straight and to the point that you can utilize right right now. You can use the, you can utilize this stuff immediately in your day-to-day -day life, okay? Like persuasion skills. What's next here? You're welcome, Rosalind. Absolutely. Yeah, see, you folks wonder why I always say you Do you you ever wonder why I always say, hey, comment your names below? I mean, I do love you, but it's not just because I love you I want to say your names. Because when a person hears their name, they feel important. Do you not? If I say, hey, Marvin, how are you, man? Like, oh, my God, he said my name. Because the name sounds good, doesn't it? Like Wesley. Oh, when I hear that name, it turns me on. I'm like, Wesley. Ooh, 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 ooh. Call my name again. Say my name again. Say my name. Say my name. Right? Saying a person's name is the best thing a person can hear. I'm telling you. Like Tuba and Shaky. So that's why I say you guys' names because I know it's going to turn you on. You're going to smile. As soon as I say, hey, Ryzen, how are you doing, sweetheart? She's smiling right now. Candy, what's up, girl? Karen, Kareem, how are you? Josiah. What's going on? What you doing? Right? You're like, oh, my God, he just said my name. I'm like, you, you're smiling. Are you not? You got a big smile on your face, don't you? Yeah, I know you do. Right? It's very powerful. Very, very powerful. Joey. Okay? Uh, Alex Baby. What's up, Alex Baby with two A's? Lala. Right? Leah Mummy. Sam Jones, Dia Milan. Well, we have some beautiful women on here tonight. Here, Corinne, what's up? Corinne, what's going on? All right, advice on teaching teenagers to be successful in life. All right, Laura, I got you. Um, so I have teenagers, and obviously, I'm teaching them to be successful. How many of you would like to d know some of the things that I do? to teach my children indirectly 
to focus on their goals so they can fall into the career choice or the business that they desire to have. How many of you want to know some of my tips and tricks? Because they are tips and they're tricks that I use quite frequently here. Okay. Comment below, Wesley, I want to know. How many of you have a teenager at home? How many of you have a child, a baby, baby boy, baby girl? I have three, right? And I'm so grateful to have my three beautiful babies. I love them so much. So check it out. But I want more. I want four more girls. Anybody want to have a baby? Let me know. Check it out. So number one. So listen, with teenagers, they're very complex, right? <laughs> Which means is you can't tell your teenager or even your child that understand he now has a consciousness, right? Or she can think for her or himself. You can't tell them directly what they should do. So what I do is, and I've been doing this for a while. So every morning I will send my children a quote, quote. I mean, quotes online. And I would think about what they need most, right? Say if one of my kids are lazy, so I'll send them a quote to take action. Say if one of my kids got in trouble in school and they have an attitude, I would send them a quote about an attitude. It's a quote. It's not me. It's the quote, right? Because when they read the quote, it doesn't feel like I'm directly telling them anything. I'm indirectly telling them what to do, right? Because it's a quote. And they love it. You know, my children, they love the quotes. They love them. They, they love what well, David, let me see, my son, well, he does read the quotes, though. My son does read the quotes, but he never gives me feedback. But Denai and, and uh, DeAsia, they'll love it, you know, to give me a thumbs up on it or whatever. So that's one way that I indirectly, um, you know, teach and embed suggestions in my children's psyche quotes are very powerful man extremely right so that's one write that down next is you know if you want to teach your children to be successful well you need to be successful right which means that you can tell your child that they can do anything on this planet and they need to be more focused when well, you're not focused you can tell your child to be disciplined when you're not disciplined at all. Does it make sense? So you children of teenagers, they they pay more attention unconsciously of what you do rather than what you say. Now, I'm in a situation that my children now at their age, they pay more attention to what I say. Now, when they were young, they did not. And I'm going to tell you the trick. It's a trick. The reason why my children now, they really listen to me now, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you right now. If you want your child to listen to you, right, I could be direct with my children now, and they'll still listen to me, right? I could give them advice. Before, man, come on. They would take no advice from me. Well, daddy, you'll understand. You don't get it. You don't get it. Whatever. But now, let me tell you how you get the trust from your child, and they will listen to you. And I mean that whatever you tell them, they'll do it 100%. Or they were really considerate, right? Is when you have the admiration of their friends, that's the key. 
when you have the admiration of your children's friends, when they like you. Man, your dad is so cool. Man, I wish your dad was my dad. Well, that's 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 what happens in my life, right? You know, because <laughs> I mean, it's no other father than like a Wesley billion dollar version. Like everybody wants a Wesley, like a daddy West. Every every child wants a daddy West in their life. But when you have the admiration of their friends, oh, let me tell you something. When their friends were like, "Man, your dad's so cool. Your dad's so man. You're so lucky." That because you have to understand something about children, they want to impress their friends not you they don't care about you they want to impress the friends right friends are more important than you because they're with them every day they're getting the validation from them they want to please them whatever it's just it is what it is right so when their friends love you then they're like oh okay man maybe i am lucky maybe i didn't know i was that lucky because you know if you're with your dad and your mom all the time you don't see them the way that the friends see you Right, you just see him. Ah, he's just my dad, whatever. You know, he's just this guy. But when the when the friends, when they seem to hold you on a pedestal, right? I could tell you many stories. I mean, you just have no clue. I mean, it'll be times that when DeAsia was running track, um, and I would come to her games, when I would get out the car and come up, man, all these girls would run to me. You know, these little high schoolers. They were like, oh my God, are you Wesley? Are you are you DH's daddy? Are you DH's dad? Are you DH's dad? Because obviously I'm on social media, so you know they see me through or whatever. So I mean it'll be these crowd of girls around me. Then my baby, she'll come and she'll get jealous a little bit. So she'll come and hug me first. Or when I would come to the game, then some of her friends would just run to me and give me a hug. And <laughs> DH didn't like that at all, right? So I try to give her a hug first, of course, because that's my princess, of course. But see, that's what you want. Does that make sense? You got to get the approval of the friends. They got to like you a lot. And the faster you do that, the faster your children will listen to you. Okay? You like that? So that's, a, that's some of my tips and tricks. Try it. It works. Like what I would suggest, every morning do this to your children. Give them a quote. Go to brainyquote.com. Pull a quote and send it to them every morning. I used to do this every morning for a very long time to all my children. I mean, every once in a while I do it now. But uh, I used to do it consistently all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And now I see the behavior and I see the different attitude and I see the intelligence and the maturity of my children based off doing that. Does that make sense? Repetition of the mother of skill, I told you. So try it. You know, try it. When your child go to school tomorrow morning, send them a text, a quote. And send them a quote that addresses the behavior that you would like to see from them, right? So if they're not doing it in school, in school, they're not paying attention, find a quote about paying attention in school. They're there. They're on the internet all day. Just send them a quote. That's it. And just put slash dad slash mom lovey, love heart sign. Yeah, let's do it. You're welcome, Laura. What's next here? You, you folks are getting so much value from me tonight. I know you're excited. I know you're grateful as well.
what do you have for us? All right. All right. Okay. Teenage girl, teenage son. I see here. All right. And another thing, let me share this with my parents. Um, when you text your children, and this is important because, you know, a lot of teenagers, they don't go too far in life because of their inability to communicate effectively. And they think the way that they text now is not going to bleed over into the adult life, and it will if you don't check it. Whenever you text your children, text them in a uh, with good grammar, okay? Always use perfect grammar, no misspelled words, use commas and periods when necessary, okay? Make sure everything that you text them is grammatically correct, correct, okay? It's important. Always. Okay. And when they text you and they try to abbreviate all these different words that do not need to be abbreviated, you correct them. Just do it. Yeah, at first I'm like, come on, oh my God. It's okay. But correct them. Say, hey, don't be lazy on language. Instead of putting ABT, put about. I do it all the time to my children. And just continue to do it. And eventually, they will text you with perfect grammar. Because they're going to need this as an adult. It's just the difference between the person that gets the job that they want and the person that works at Burger King. Okay, The person that works at Burger King and Walmart, I mean, this is how they text all the time. ABT for about, WID, what you're doing, Ghana, G-O-N-N-A. You know, this crazy shit. I mean, you're not in high school anymore, right? But train them now. So always text them in a way that your grammar is perfect, stellar, okay? What's up, Mexico Music? What's up, my guy? How do we set boundaries? What do you mean? What type of boundaries are you referring to? Uh, no more traffic, dude. What's going on? Teaching people on how to have traffic. Uh, what? Am I teaching people on how to get traffic? You mean on the internet? I mean, Facebook, YouTube, Google Ads. I don't know what a TLT is, but yeah. You see, that's what I'm referring to. You see how this guy just sent me a message. He put, what's going on? W-A-T-S. What's? Like, what is that? Honestly, I can't stand to be around a person who can't communicate well and who can't write well. I just can't. I don't want to be around you, honestly. I love you, but I want to be far away. I'm going to love you from a distance. Because, you know, it was just dumb you down. And I don't want to deal with it. I'm not going to dumb myself down to have a conversation with a person. Honestly, I just can't do it, honestly. I'd rather just be by myself. Letting people borrow money or wanting to use your credit. Uh, just don't let them borrow. I mean, listen, just don't be afraid to say no. I mean, one time is fine, but just say no. You know? It's like just say with drugs. Just say no. Just say no to drugs. So just say no to Pookie and Ray Ray. What's your favorite car to drive? Um, 
That's a good question. Um, maybe my McLaren. Mama Clay Clay. Hmm, what car should I drive tomorrow, folks? I don't know. What should I drive tomorrow? What should I drive tomorrow? I'm getting ready to buy this rental property for $300,000. I'm buying, in 2023, all I'm buying is homes. I'm not buying any cars next year, only homes. How important is taking baby steps towards accumulating assets for consistent cash flow. It's very important. Take baby steps. Take your time. Right? When you take your time, you make less mistakes. You like the McLaren more than the Lamborghini? Which Lamborghini? The Euros or the Huracan? You know, I haven't driven my Huracan in a while. Um, let me tell you something. The McLaren is fast, man. And I have a... Um, I have a, a exhaust on it that is very loud, and it's fast, and it's it's dangerous, but it's it's sexy. I mean, it fish tails and everything. I love it. How old were you when you had children, and how's your relationship with their mother? Um, I was in my twenties, and the relationship with their mother is perfecto. Yeah, I don't have any problems. And let me tell you why I don't have problems with the mother. Because I'm rich, honestly. You know, when I wasn't rich, I had a ton of problems with the mother. Oh, my God. We would just always get into it all the time. But when I became successful, she, no problems. Which means that she listens to me. I mean, why wouldn't you listen to me? Come on. What's the virgin? All right. She listens to me. Um, so... Yeah, and I take care of her, obviously, right? I bought uh, two cars. I bought her a house to stay in. I give her money for Christmas. Give her money for a birthday. You know? I have love for her because she bare my children, obviously. So that's the luckiest woman on the planet right now. Tell you. <laughs> What's your biggest gift that you have gifted to someone? Uh, I bought my dad a $120,000 car. Uh, $120,000. I paid cash for it. He has a Mercedes S580. Yeah, that's the, the largest gift I've ever given anyone. I bought that two cars. He sold one. Well, it's bad for his back. I just bought him another one. How many are you going to buy your parents a car one day? feels good to do great things for your parents, you know. And it's not about them being perfect. And they did their best, so it's, it feels good to bless them. What's next? Just make sure you don't regret. You don't, you don't, just make sure that your parents don't regret that they made mistakes with you. Because a lot of you that are adults now, your parents, they're not proud of you. A lot of you, they're not proud of you. Because you're not doing anything just, I mean, they may be proud, but they're not really proud of you. 
I think every parent wants their child to do very, very well in life. And it's based off their parenting. Honestly, it is based off the parenting. Man. The parenting plays an important part in how someone will reach their their potential. And a lot of you, your your parents are disappointed in you. They want you to get your shit together. So I would say make them proud, man. You know, when a parent turns 60 or 70 years old, they want to think about things and they think about their children. And they don't think about how successful their children are. It makes them feel good. It makes them feel prideful to say, yep, that's my son. That's my daughter making millions, traveling the world. Yeah, that's my son on the internet talking to all these people online. Yep, that's him. <laughs> right? Makes them feel good. So you need to do the same thing for your children as well. Give them the opportunity to have those moments that they can talk about you to their friends. Right? You don't want them to say, well, yeah, Elaine, Cassandra, she still ain't. She just, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing with that girl. I don't know what I'm doing with this that boy, he just, he can't keep the job. He can't keep the, he can't, uh, right? They feel like a failure when you uh, don't become the person that you're supposed to be. What's the most expensive thing somebody has gifted Wesley Billion Dollar Virgin? Uh, let me think. Most expensive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I don't really get expensive things, do I? I don't really care about expensive things. I mean, I just and I've I've received a lot of gifts from women, but you know, women tend to buy me things that I need, and I appreciate that. Um, but oh, got a wallet. This one young lady, she bought me a wallet. She always bought me wallets, like nine hundred dollar wallets, like Versace or Javanti. Yeah, so maybe. Oh no, Ariella, she did. Ariella, she bought me a um, a Louis Vuitton luggage. That I'm sure that was three, four thousand dollars. So I think Ariella takes the crown on that one. She bought me my most expensive gift. Good job, my guy. I'm glad you bought my course. You're saying you're smart. Hey, Wes Michelle here. Can you please share the names? of the great communicators you mentioned we should listen to. Wesley Virgin, of course. Tony Robbins. Jim Rome. Les Brown. Dennis Waitley. Brian Tracy. Start with those. Okay. Even Oprah Winfrey, she's a great communicator as well. What book have you read that has changed your life? Breaking the Habits of Being Yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. I hear the trucking industry is lucrative. Where did you hear that from? Any thoughts on investing in a semi-truck and getting in the game? Not me, man. I stay in my core competence. What's going on, Money Mike Wynn? On your journey to success, have you ever, you need to spell check that rod, you put rever instead of never, reached a point where learned so much and became someone so 
different that you don't relate to most people? If so, how do you handle it? Yeah, of course. Like even now, I don't relate to a lot of you. Like a lot of you, if you was with me, you know, all day long, you you wouldn't be able. To, you'll feel very uncomfortable. Cause I'm just different than you, right? Like I give you an example when Herman, which is you know, Herman, which is my best friend. Um, some of you know who he is. Um, when we first start like going to dinner and just hanging out, I would tip 100, 300 percent. And he was uncomfortable about that. He said, man, why are you tipping so much? That's too much. You shouldn't tip that much. You know, 10%, 20% is fine. I said, yeah, that's fine, but that's not extraordinary. I said, Herman, I'm an extraordinary man. So I don't tip like average, normal, regular people. I tip extraordinary. Okay. These people work all day. The service industry is very difficult. So, <laughs> right? So uh, he was like, oh, wow. And now, you know, got good news. Now Herman tips that way. Now it's just normal for him to tip that way because he saw me do it. So, yeah, it is a disconnection for me in the world, you know, and it's like that with all very successful people, but it's okay. Like, honestly, I prefer to be by myself, honestly, because you start to, you know, you're like, man, I can't be around these people. They're insane. Like, people are insane sometimes, man. They're very interesting people, right? So uh, you'd rather just be by yourself alone and you just thank God if you actually meet a person that's positive and happy and cordial and, you know, friendly and, you know, not too, not too emotionally disturbed, right? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I handle it just well, man. I mean, like I said, I... I like being alone unless I love being by myself with myself. I have a good time with myself. Yeah. Um, any more questions for me? Look at this. I did. How many hours tonight? Uh, let 12. Let me see. Let 12. One. Wow. 12 and 38 minutes, folks. Just for you. Uh, did you get value here tonight? I mean, uh, I, I'm sure that you're grateful. I, mean, I spent two hours and 30 minutes with you tonight um, because I care and I really do I care about you that's why I do it and I don't need to know you personally to care about you um, I just want you to win I do I, I have a desire for you to win financially you know of all the things you can do in life I want you to win financially and I understand that money is not everything whatever whatever but um, if you can get that fine if you get the money right you know, relationships, your body, you have time to focus on those things when you have money. But when you're trying to make money, it's just kind of difficult to focus on other areas of life. So this is why I talk so much about money, um, to help you make some money. How do you feel about the shooting in Colorado and Virginia? I, I'm not aware of it, honestly. You know, um, I say my prayers to those folks out there, but I, I'm sorry, I don't watch tv i don't watch the news so i have no clue on what's going on on the planet here i know what's going on on this rant here we're having a great time here or are we not all right i'm gonna let you go thank you so much for joining here uh, much love remember in life you don't get what you want you get what you picture uh, my my advice to you tonight is Every day, 
every morning, every evening. Picture what you want. Picture. I close your eyes and just picture the life that you want to live. Can you do that for me? Like every day of your life, I want you to picture the life that you want to live. Okay? I don't care what happens or what goes on in your life, but every day I want you to just picture the life that you want to live as much as humanly possible. And I want you to hold that image in your mind. And I want you to repeat it every day. Okay? Until it takes place in your life here. Hey, much love. This is Wesley, Billion Dollar Virgin. And let's go.